I wanted to make sure we were recording um, to tell this because so Kim has a lovely um, Ben from Lost pillow behind her and my soft, so soft smile, His soft smile is a little um, my house in Nashville. I lived with like five other people for a long time and we binged Lost all together for the first time or at least for the first time for me. Wow, that sounds magical. It was amazing. And my friend Sarah, who's so funny, but in a very subtle way ordered this like pencil drawing of Ben Linus and framed it and put it on our mantle and didn't tell anybody. <laughs> so then like like a week later I was like, what the fuck is that? It was amazing. Who put that there? That's Who put that there? awesome. It was pretty great. has her nick cage pillow yeah i have no pillow but this is my dog's favorite pillow i don't know what that <laughs> means but i don't know what that means about me but i do have a sinus infection Woo! i'm recovering from one hence me drinking yeah, kim you sound a nice. little nasally yeah. as well yeah Lovely. and i have fucked up my back so we're just all dying we're thriving <laughs> we're thriving Woo-hoo. that's why i'm drinking gatorade instead of a tammy taylor level glass of wine because that's what i always go that's what I was told. I, really I have want. like these giant <laughs> wine glasses that when I got them, my best friend was <laughs> like, like Sage, <laughs> who was on a previous episode, was like, yes, This yes, is yes. a Tammy Taylor wine glass. And I was like, Yeah, I know. Is it one of those yeah. that can fit a whole bottle of wine? It fits 20 ounces. So not a full bottle, but a lot, but a lot of wine. Yeah. Cause like, <laughs> how much is the can of wine? 12, probably. 12 ounces. Yeah. And it's like two glasses, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Which, impressive. I'm going to crack open my can of wine. You should, please. This day has been a motherfucker, and I <laughs> deserve it. Yes, you do. I, I also your room temp water. Cheers. <laughs> so it's soft um, in my throat. <laughs> so it's soft in my throat. Um, I also ordered um, a very large pizza that I will be devouring after this. I literally okay. have an alarm set on my phone for like. 30 minutes before we're done so that I can take my edible at the appropriate time oh my to God. eat the most amount of pizza. Amazing. <laughs> Big plans tonight, guys. The amount of grilled cheeses I've eaten in the past week is, is alarming, but it's all I want. I want I grilled cheese grilled and cheese. spicy soup. Mm. It's all and spicy helping. soup? You know, just like a really peppery soup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, woe is us, y'all. Woe is, woe us. is us, indeed. Well, Carly, who are you? I forgot. Oh, Carly. I said, Carly, who are you? So that must be your name. Oh, it is Carly. Okay. No, yes. I do okay. remember. I have some vague memory of like some older mm. man and woman saying that name a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I'm Carly. And I'm Monica. And this, and this is, is Texas, Texas forever. forever. Lovely. Thanks Welcome. for joining us this week, everybody. Our Panther yes. Pride. We are getting into the thick of season three here. We are. We are piercing our our skin with some rosy <laughs> with some thorny bushes <laughs> y'all we're all a little 
dead today. We are. So it's we might struggling. we may be we may be, you know, super silly. And we'll be yeah. you know, the thing or incoherent. With this is like <laughs> I'm already singing just this episode title, just I'll sing Every Rose Has Its Thorn for the next like eighteen hours. I'll just be mm, like just on repeat. You know, that song always reminds me or isn't that the song that they play in It's Always Sunny every time the soldier comes? Oh. oh no, that's it's Kiss from a Rose. Never mind. I mean, that's what I keep getting in my head from this time. We could have a Kiss from a Rose. Um, the guy mm. who plays the soldier in Always Sunny, also in Scrubs, also super sexy, is from yeah. Florida, Texas. Nice. Oh, no, he's, kind of a, he's kind of a big actor. All right. Yeah. Um, speaking of Fort Worth, um, did you listen to Leon Bridges on Armchair? I did. Oh my god! Oh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to forget and I wanted to talk about it. Yeah. I so enjoyed he- hearing. First of all, just hearing him talk about Fort Worth. I, I just, beaming with pride. It's just so. It's weird to me that Fort Worth is one of the biggest cities in the nation because I know it feels like we never get any. We ain't no got cred. no respect. I don't get no respect. Don't get no respect. Exactly. And it was just, and then he sang, and it was beautiful. Oh, that was, um, I would have wept. <sighs> yes. I mean, I did cry, but I would have cried more. Yes. <laughs> would have cried. I would have been a little turned on. Like, I don't know what yeah. would have happened, you know? I also love that he just kind of, like, does his own thing. Dax was trying to, like, pre- pre- press him about, like, women and sex and stuff, and he was, like. I know. He's, like. He's, like, I just, I don't believe in, like, using my celebrity, and I'm pretty shy so like i don't really date very much i, just, I know that I just, was very ugh. relatable and sweet yes so if you haven't listened it is a beautiful yeah. a beautiful episode it is a great one can i make a little confession though sure i don't care about the shattered glass i don't either i was gonna ask you <laughs> i had i had a feeling i listened to the oprah one which was really good yeah the Malala one was good. The Mal- I listened to half of that. I my just... boss and I were talking about it at work today, and I've decided the reason, and it's a little harsh, but mm. I don't you care about. Yeah, I don't care about. I don't women. care about anybody <laughs> with a vagina, like at all. <laughs> Jk, y'all, we love him. But what I don't care about, I kind of, I love Kristen Bell, but I like don't care about her POV, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Like, Dax has this really interesting, rich story that, like, colors his opinions, and and so does Monica Padman. And, yeah. And Kristen is cool and a really interesting person, but, like, she is just, like, regular old, middle class, like, Yeah, Minnesota I don't feel girl. like I'm, I'm learning like, anything from her. I don't care what you think about things. Really. Yes, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Speaking from two white girls <laughs> yeah. that you listen to every week. But, <laughs> yeah, whoopsies. But you know what I'm, yeah, I know hey, what you Hey, we're mean, really though. colorful. We, like, talk about cancer and stuff. That's true. We have that to color us, our story. <laughs> we sprinkle it. We've in. got some fluff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just kind. Of, I'm finding that I don't care so much about the shattered glass. No, 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 no. And I'm starting to get a little annoyed. I'll try not to get up on my soapbox, but with all these celebrities just like launching the most successful podcast ever because they have huge followings, and half the time they're not even produced well. No. I'm like, like the OC podcast. I'm like, where's your fucking sound engineer? <laughs> I know. And I, I have stopped. I've completely abandoned it. And I'm on the drama queen's train of One Tree Hill. It is 10 yeah. million times better. 
And yeah, it's yeah. not great. It's kind of what I it's what I listen to like when I'm at the end of the week and I have nothing else and I'm like, ugh. ugh I guess. And the same thing I'm super bummed about the oh Kim, mm-hmm. the um the Lord of the Rings podcast. I the Dom and it Billy's. Sucks. I have yes. not listened to it. I mean I'm so sad. It, it's good. They're great. Their sound qual the sound production yeah. is uh, it's unlistenable. I confess oh. I'm like a terrible podcast listener because often <laughs> You guys have such soothing voices that I just like will go straight Us? to sleep. And you guys, as in the collective as podcast, the, the podcast I, was, I was like gonna be. Bad. I listened. <laughs> I, well, I listened to you guys at work all day today in like anticipation Love for it. this. It was like you know how when you're going to a concert and you yeah. listen to that person <laughs> like, all day, all day yes. to like get super psyched. So that was like me listening to you guys all day today. Thank you. Uh, so I feel like we've been hanging out all day. Right, um, we have. That is a bummer about Dom and Billy though, because they're so delightful and the content is good they're hilarious but like i i legitimately like want to email them and be like i'll find you guys a sound engineer but fix this it's just the they're like screaming oh really they get really they get each other like pretty worked up yes (laughs) but they do this one bit of like speed questions or something and every week i'm like i I cannot do it i'm like how if they're just blasting their sound waves are blasting off of the like <laughs> charts it's it, it is a bummer but i'm start yeah i'm starting to get kind of frustrated with like every celebrity ever is like i'm gonna start a podcast oh i'm immediately like the most popular ever and spotify exclusive and i'm like i don't know you gotta have good content too yes yeah <laughs> agree 100 percent. i agree well, Carly, I don't think Speaking we have great any podcasts. I mean, Speaking the only housekeeping. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get back to parts. Um, as of now, Friday Night Lights is on Netflix, so go watch it. There. Yeah, as we're speaking or, this. Or stay on Peacock, which I'm probably going to do. But yeah. Does that mean it? But, and it's still on Hulu. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. Well, right now, so, yes. I bet that will be the switch. It's, yeah. yeah, it's been, you know, and I'm sure we, we were going to talk about this later or whatever, but we've been doing the group watch of friday night lights yeah. on twitter yes, on twitter that you know my writing partner and best friend told you guys all about in her oh, guest yes. appearance uh but it's been you bouncing around the whole time that we've been doing this like we had people sign up for stars which oh was a oh. bummer and then like which was a <laughs> it like went for away after reasons. we were i think halfway through that's how we went like halfway through season two it was like friday night lights is leaving stars and i was just like oh my god i'm such an asshole like (laughs) but you know so it's good that it's back on netflix finally it It is a journey journey. yes and i just we kind of talked about this last week but i just feel like it's sort of an endorsement of that like this is cult canon early aughts which is a lot of yes but um but that it is that it's like up there on the tier with like the shows that we want to revisit and binge since quarantine in particular. That's yes. like, it feels like an endorsement and yeah. it's really exciting that it's happening around our one year anniversary yes. and just kind of like the perfect time of like August football practice is happening again. Yeah. Like it just feels right. So it feels like our rebirth. Exciting. Oh my gosh. We're getting baptized like Lila. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Let's be Amazing. bad Christians. <laughs> yes. Well, Carly, why don't you officially introduce our lovely guest? I would love to. If I 
Kim Rogers is the co-founder of pop culture website Head Over Feels and a television history junkie. Since the pandemic began, she's been revisiting her favorite TV shows of the mid-aughts, including organizing group watches of Lost, Friday Night Lights, on Twitter. Welcome, Kim Welcome, Rogers. Kim, new Thanks, guys. Yeah. And friend Woo. of our other buddy, Sage, who we love. Exactly. Yes. She is yes. like, we are the version of you two. In, in our, our, right? We're like doppelgangers. Home, you know, we yes. are. We're we're pop culture doppelgangers. Hell yeah. It's so, the best kind. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Well, we're so excited. I've been following your tweets from afar. Yes. Every time I get on the Twitter, and oops, I hate when I say that. <laughs> Every time I get on Twitter and I'm like looking at tweets about Friday Night Lights, I'm like, love, love, love. And then I'll realize <laughs> that I'm just like that you guys are watching right yeah. now and I'm just liking all of this. It's my favorite thing though when I see, you know, TX Forever liking my tweets. I'm like, oh my God, I feel endorsed. Y'all they, have hot takes. They approve. I know, I know. You gotta have at least a strong opinion even if you don't yes. necessarily agree it's sometimes. our strongest suits. Like, yes, strong, is a, strong opinions are important. So. Amen. I had a, I loved Sage um, retweeted I post or tweeted a picture of Tim and his pencil because we have strong feelings about pencil it. Pencil Tim. Mm. And she retweeted it. An intellectual. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> what are you going to apply that seventh grade education to the stock market? <laughs> <laughs> that was about Billy, but I still think it's hilarious. Billy. Yes. Billy. Still There's something bells. about the way that Taylor Kitsch draws the word Billy and makes it like. It's perfect. Five Billy. syllables or something <laughs> like that. I'm just yeah. like every, you know, and if you get. Like if, molasses yeah. pouring out of your mouth. Yeah, just like <laughs> crazy. We love just him. Crazy. We well, Kim, love how him. many times is this through for Friday um, Nights? Yeah, tell us your any sense. relationship with the show. Yes. yes. I, like Sage, I caught up on season one, like via dvds and i watched uh i started watching live with season two which like it's kind of like you know coming into a show that was so great and then it's like oh okay okay Um, stutter step (laughs) yeah you know the sophomore slump sophomore murder as we call it sophomore murder um and then yeah just watched it all live and then kind of hadn't revisited until um we were doing our pandemic ben- binges and I worked my way through over the pandemic. I, cause also I lost my job at one point during uh, the pandemic. Awesome. But, uh, yeah. Great times. Oh. I watched great, great, great. all 16 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, all 12 oh, seasons wow. of Bones. I rewatched all of America's Next Top Model. Oh, um, I'm with you there. If you want to get trashy, yes. I've got the trashy TV bug. I've yeah. always had it. It's something that it's in my DNA. I don't and, know why, but uh, I, love it. I did West Wing, and then that was when I yes, dude, I watched West Wing for West the first Wing. time I in mean, the pandemic. It was my second time watching through West Wing because I watched West Wing when it was on Netflix, like the first time. Yeah, because it left Monica, Netflix have you for done- a while. West Wing. So I was gonna say. Also, I'm kind of getting triggered right now. I forgot that. Um, I'll probably cut this out. I forgot that I had a bad to West Wing. Oh so my god, that oh, West Wing already... doesn't deserve that. Stain. No, it doesn't. I know. It doesn't. It, yeah, not good, Mems. Um, I tried to uh watch it in the pandemic. I think I watched the first full season. 
It but took me I a just, couple goes yeah. to get into it, actually. Well, love, and season two is when the West Wing, like, gets going. Oh, my God, yes. Okay. So it's like, you got to get through season one. They're still, I mean, poor Moira Kelly. They just, like, oh, yeah. it's yeah. not great, but don't worry. Nola. They, like, yeet her no, right oh. away. <laughs> like, no spoilers, but also spoilers, because yeah. it's a very old show. But she, you only have to deal with her for one season. It also brought me a certain amount of relief to like watch, I know it's pretend, I know that, but to watch a like functional presidential yeah. cabinet during the yeah. pandemic, it was like a legit yes. sense of escape yes. for me to like watch a functional government. Well, you should watch Veep if you want that. <laughs> it is literally next on my list. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. I've been and waiting. They are to so s- dysfunctional, it's incredible. I'll tell mm. you, I'm kind of embarrassed about why I've been waiting to start it, but during the summer times, my air conditioning is so fucking loud and I'm really <laughs> sensitive to noise. Sure. Um, and like loud, continuous noise, vacuum cleaners, lawnmowers, things like that really stress sure. me out. So I am not going to start Veep until I can turn off my air conditioning in the fall. Okay. And like, because That's I have fine. to watch everything with fucking captions yeah. on because it's loud yeah. as shit. Yeah. And I was like, I want to take this seriously. I have to wait until the... the <laughs> weather turns (laughs) yeah yeah that's fine you're gonna love it take it up with the climate yeah Uh, (laughs) so after you know and I was like juggling like a bunch of shows at the same time and that's when I like tweeted I'm gonna rewatch Lost and then it was like all of my friends you know either that had seen it or had never seen it we all just kind of like got on the same bandwagon and I like spearheaded it and like organized like the group watches and we watched nice. all six seasons. We made t-shirts. Dang. We made t-shirts mm-hmm. at the I end. Be in the club. Uh, we made t-shirts with like the Dharma logo, but we put the Twitter yes. bird in the middle. So nice. that's <laughs> awesome. Uh, I tried to do Lost at the beginning of the pandemic um, to rewatch. I think I made it through season almost to season four before mm-hmm. I tapped out, I think. Uh, season it's, five yeah, so is long. my favorite season of Lost. I need to push through because I've never actually finished. Oh, it's I mean, I know everything, but... But you don't... I need to finish. No. And right, or I just mean for your purposes, <laughs> yeah. you could spoil. Okay. But, but it is, it's very much like, because that was Sage's hesitation for the longest time because she was one of the holdouts of like, I'm never going to watch Lost. And I was always yeah. just like, Sage, please watch Lost. And... Uh, you know, and she'd been like, but I know how it all ends. And I'm like, but you don't know. But you don't. No, you um, don't. So season five you is what you don't know. my my favorite season of Lost. And, and that's Noted. because of the time travel and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, I it's think my I need to season. start every time I've tried to finish the show, I'll like start fully over. Mm-hmm. I just need to go ahead and like start at season four. And I would it. say start at the season three finale. Oh, that's a good idea. Through the looking glass. Yeah. Through the end. Because that's where, yeah. like, they get their end point and they, like, know where they're going after that. Yes. So, but yeah, then we watched The Leftovers and then that led us to Friday Night Lights because of Peter Berg. Perfect. You yeah. heard yes. the whole thing. And, and then, like, I watched ahead because I've been organizing. So it's like, I accidentally binged the whole series before we started. Accidental our binging group. is my <laughs> accidental binging my is, my, is my uh is what they call me in prison. Yeah, it was just yeah. like <laughs> I, I was like all of a sudden, especially like once you hit three to the end in those short 13 episode seasons. Yeah, like, it's just like let's go. Let's just go, man. So this yeah. is now my like third time through it when I'm doing yes. it with the group. 
Yeah. It is our third time through as well, or at least yeah. mine. So, yeah. you it's know. It's been interesting not being allowed to binge it. Yes. Yeah. I'm so, very often so. like, I'll just kind of let the next episode start. And I'm like, no, oh, no, no, no. I no. Can't, I can't do that. <laughs> or sometimes I'll just randomly be like, I kind of want to watch Friday Night Lights right now. <laughs> I know. Can you, I'm weird. like, no, I'm going wait. <laughs> can you go back and watch ones you've already watched? Is, oh, I, we yeah. could. I could you do could. that. You could But do I that. just, I think it's going to take... I remember yeah, when I'm gonna need Gilmore time. Guys got like to the end. Yeah. He's like, I don't know if I can watch the show for fun for a while. Yeah. 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 I want to wait until we're done and then give it some time and then yes. like come back, revisit it yeah, afresh. Come back to yeah. it. Well, guys, we have a promo. Heck to yeah. listen to. I'm very this excited about this. Season three, episode five. I know we're so, I don't know why then I couldn't find any promos for the past two seasons, but there's maybe it's all over just YouTube. the direct TV thing. I was about to say that. Yeah. That's probably it. I bet. You've solved it. Yeah. All right. The end case solved. Here we go. My job is to field a team out there that wins games. I hope you win a state championship. I work my ass off at practice. I do everything that you say. Next week on an all-new Friday Night Lights. I'm moving back east with my parents. I have to. You can come visit. Is your son, too. I called you a dumbass, white trash, redneck. Next week, all new, commercial free, only on the 101. The gunshots came out of nowhere. It was like, oh shit. Yeah. This just makes this way more dramatic than this episode actually is. Exactly. It it (laughs) felt very out of left field. It's very false advertising. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, that's kind of their thing with the whole promos. Yeah. Well, gotta get that hook. Guys, this came out October 29th, 2008. And our IMDb synopsis is Jason and Tim come up with an idea that will hopefully get them out of their financial woes. But Buddy stands in the way. Tyra's budding romance continues to bloom while Julie shows signs in quotes for some reason of rebellion. (laughs) Or maybe that's like tattoo, like signs. That's like his editorializing. (laughs) Yeah, he's trying to emphasize his um, cleverness. (laughs) Books and cleverness. Coach Taylor's new idea uh, to his quarterback situation only ends up in disarray and pressure from his coaching staff. Okay. Informative. Not that well written, but we got there. Yeah. Sounds right on the nose for our movie, dude. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I love it. I love it. Ah, I took my notes on my computer this time. I feel weird. I'm like, where's my clipboard? <laughs> weird. Well, Texas things, y'all. Are we ready to do Let's this? Let's do it. Let's Texas do it. Thanks. I didn't have a ton of Texas stuff. There was like, I felt like there weren't that many things, but the Texas things were very Texas-y. Sure. Let's see. Um, Oh, I mean, the barn, the farm that Cash (laughs) takes Tyra to. Yes, I said horse birth. (laughs) I'm a little embarrassed to read my note on this. So as you guys know, I am a horse girl. (laughs) Shh. Um, so I freaked out at this scene and wrote in all caps, BB horsies. Oh my Uh God. The precious angel. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm really freaked out, but it was so sweet. What is a baby horse called again? A A full. full. Okay. That's what I thought. Yes. Oh, and that was a real, that was a real like fresh baby. Yeah. Fresh baby. For sure. Which to tie it to my 30 rock watch for the first time. (gasps) Yes. Um, they're trying to get like a new 
comedian that is like down to earth. So they. <gasps> oh my God, Monica, go to you're Georgia. about to get to my best. <laughs> you're about to get to my favorite episode. You're so close Yay. to it. Okay, I'm at the. I think I'm at the beginning of season four now. Have they started? Have they done any auditions in at Thirty Rock? Yes. Like Jack Donaghy's boss and his yeah. psychopath daughter, who like eats toy horses and stuff. She just shows up to the audition. She never speaks a word like in the show, and she just shows up and she's like, "I dreamed a dream yes. of days gone by." That was my favorite part. It's the fucking <laughs> best, and they're all crying. Oh, the yeah, the woman that marries Will Arnett for a little bit. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so I have oh been making God. the mistake of like putting it on while I'm working or yeah. cooking, and like I keep missing the little thing. So now that I know that's your favorite, I'm going to go back. But all that is to say, (laughs) they go to Georgia to find like a down home comedian. And Jack's like, you don't understand. This place is different. This morning, I helped deliver a foal. (laughs) (laughs) I love that episode too. That is like very relevant right now. Um, It reminded me of the Trump era stuff because Liz Lemon is like, there is no real America. We're all real Americans. Nobody is like more authentic because they like lead a simpler life. Uh, That's a great episode. It's a good episode. And it's when when Liz is barfing in the toilet and Jack is just like petting her with the back of the broom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I died at that. Uh, but you know who's kind of slowly becoming maybe my favorite or one of my favorites? Will Arnett. Well, yes, but um, Jenna Maroney. Oh yes, I, I didn't her. like her until I was like an adult. She's yes, she's not. She was like my least favorite character, and I didn't really get Tracy either when I was younger. Yes, and now he's my favorite character, and Jenna really grew on me. Yes. Wait, speaking of celebrities in general, we should yeah. take a quick moment. I don't know if you guys know, but Bob Odenkirk. Oh, I know. Like collab. He... We don't. We don't know. They haven't released anything. I saw he that like late set, last night. Le- uh, on the set of Better Call Saul, and he's been hospitalized, and they don't. They're not releasing anything yet. But oh, everybody's. This is a classic case of I just see people like standing Bob Odenkirk on Twitter, and I'm like, oh yeah, I love Bob Odenkirk, and I don't know that he's actually in the hospital. Oh. But it was like it just happened this morning. Yeah. I mean, it's been kind of weird because nobody knows what's wrong with him. They're just like, ah, he collapsed. Okay. But it's been like a full day and they haven't re- released anything, which makes me concerned. That's really sad. He and I just listened to his smart list. Yeah. 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 Shout out. <laughs> Thoughts well and soon, peas. Bob. Yeah. yeah get well, get well soon, Bob. Bob. We really Can would we... like to finish Better Call Saul. <laughs> just kidding. Please get better. <laughs> For <laughs> just your own sake. <laughs> Um, Kim, did you find any Texasy things? Um, it's more probably Southern thing because as a Southern refugee, because I grew up in Nashville. Hey, uh, I just nice. I um, lived there for eight years. Yeah, I grew up yeah. like in Brentwood. Yeah. So, you know, the suburbs. It's, it's natural. Uh, yeah. when it's whenever Coach Taylor goes to the Saracen house and Lorraine like shoves food in his face. Yeah. <laughs> like it's such a Southern thing. I, I mean, it's, I mean, my own mother does that to me when I come home and visit. Like, she's always just like, and what food can I send you home with? To where, like, I always, like, bring a cooler home with me. <laughs> like, an insulated yeah. one that I can put in my suitcase. Yes, in because preparation. Because it's full of food, you know? And the times that they've yes. gone through, like, my carry-on bag and... <laughs> 
pulling out like literally like a zip packed like roast beef. <laughs> it's like <laughs> roast beef. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, this isn't the leftovers. <laughs> so, and I don't eat, you know, I can't afford yeah. red meat in New York City. I'm gonna no, take oh, yeah. when my parents offer me food, I'm like, freezer bag it up. Let's yeah, go. Right? Let's go. I'll so take that's, anything. That's the Texas yeah. thing for me. It's just I whenever yeah. Lorraine shoves food in coaches. Yes, face. I almost wrote that down, but I, I should have I written that down. And but the, I, I I clocked it. Yeah, and it's particularly Southern Texasy because Coach is repeatedly saying no, and yeah. she's like, "It doesn't bother me." And it's a classic, <laughs> yeah. like, "No, no, it's gonna bother him." Yeah, he doesn't want it. It's. I mean, it goes back. She she's did like, it in the in uh, eyes wide open, like when oh, he like the piece come, of pie. Yes, and, and, yes. and there's the shot of Eric like eating the pie in the car with Matt. <laughs> yes, so because like Eric is too good of a man to turn down Lorraine Saracen's yes. pie. Yes. So uh, that is also very Southern and just finally giving and taking taking the food. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also wrote down the the classic, the obvious at the end when Matt is having that sweet little chat with his mom and he's like and she's like what are they gonna do shoot you he goes i mean i don't know maybe we probably we live in texas (laughs) all right okay we've got two and kind of three because we almost wrote down we all agree we were mind melding about (laughs) the food things yeah the only other one i put i don't know who he was talking about this man walks on water someone said that oh shoot that was lorraine talking about coach oh right Mm -hmm. okay that's bingo, a good bongo. one. I'm giving bingo, it. bingo, bongo. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got it. Yes. We got it. We got it. Yes. Let's see if it's I okay. You grew up in Brentwood, and then when did you move to New York? I moved to New York uh, October 2001. Whoa. Yeah, that's Whoops. dark. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, like we don't speak of that. You know, month after. 9-11 because yeah. I was going you were I was going already to acting planning sc- your move and everything I was you going just, to acting yeah. school and oh, wow. they did not change the start day of our classes so yeah. we started class at the end of October 2001 wow. uh, so yeah drove up drove up uh, October 11th like to so the joyful. month exactly yeah Wow. Uh, so, and I've been in New York ever since. So, uh, as my well, dad always still keeps, he's always just like, we've lost you to the city, haven't we? Yeah. Like, you lost me to the city a long time ago. 20 dad. years yeah. ago now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's feeling better. My parents said the same thing to me when I moved to Colorado. They're like, you're never coming back, are you? And I'm like, nope. And now I've convinced all three of my siblings to move here. So they've lost <laughs> All of us. All of us. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just poached yeah. all your siblings. Yep. Well, my family did the opposite. I was in New York on 9-11 because I was born there. And then we had already planned to move to Texas in January of 2002. And everyone mm-hmm. thought we were leaving because of 9-11. We were like, no. You we are like, no, <laughs> this was already no. planned. Yeah, yeah. Like, we wouldn't move because of that. But okay. Oh, yeah. That would bother me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I would well, want to, like, clarify. Well, that'd be like if you, with all the people that were abandoning New York uh, during the pandemic, yeah. and if you had already planned a move, and you're like, I'm moving because it already planned it. I'm not one of those people who is abandoning New York City. <laughs> exactly. God damn it. <laughs> well, the best thing, though, was that, so I was in the middle of like second grade and in my going away like little book that my classmates wrote first of all we had just learned about how there are so many bats in houston i think there's like a bat like crossed by caverns yes it's not in houston but it's outside of austin actually oh 
yes, yes, yes. So we had just learned about that, and then 9-11 happened. So all of my notes were about bats and Bin Laden. <laughs> oh, God. That's so just cute, like, though. I know. It was kind of Imagine cute, if, like, your just... kid, like, was doing that before they're, you moved or whatever. Right? They're like, we'll miss you. Watch out for the bats and Bin Laden. <laughs> yeah. Those bats and Bin Laden, two biggest threats to the U.S. <laughs> exactly. Although Global legitimately, warming. coronavirus and 9-11, so maybe. Yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and sex predators. <laughs> Uh, what episode five biggest things facing america global warming sex predators it's the one when he gets into it with oscar about who's more when he's trying to adopt the baby after watching oprah nope it's when he um introduces ryan at business school oh Oh my god yes Yes. oh my god that would take a moment he throws it and they're like just like clungs to the floor. Yeah. Speaking of food that people don't want with Coach and Lorraine. Yeah. Yes. Lucy, yes. Just bring it back together. Exactly. Bring That's it what back we do in. on the show. Well, I'm proud of us for bingo, bango, bunkoing. Me I too. am too. Should we music? Yeah. Let's yeah. Let's plow through. So I was embarrassed. I have to confess. I didn't know this title was a song title until Kim brought it up. So. Oh my gosh. <laughs> As the music it's like, an, a, like classic rock one. Yes. Um, it's by Poison, um, a yes. heavy metal, glam metal band, which achieved it, commercial success in the mid-1980s. It which falls must- right in line for me when like Matt and Landry are having their sad boy times in the car. <laughs> yes. When like Landry is like listening to his power ballads, like so every rose good. has its thorn would fit in right there. Totally. I mean, I, f- I feel like the song yes. title is the allusion to like Julie's tattoo. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. I yeah. think so. no, I think it was all um overlapping all and even like uh uh cash and like whatever. Yeah. It was just yeah. Um, yeah. I thought it was great. I yeah. only know if to make you feel better, Monica, I only hmm. know poison um because of scrubs. There's like an episode where there's a patient who is like uh requesting that poison be he's like slipped into a coma or whatever. And ah. uh, he had requested that they play poison once a day for him and the hospital <laughs> says no, and like Carla goes and sings it for him and it's really cute. Gotcha. Well, so there's that. And then. (laughs) (laughs) um, Oh, yeah. Okay. so our we have explosions in the sky back. We had two songs from them this episode. We had they had not been there for a while. So that was our only Texas act. Happy to have them back to, you know, make us moody. And I'm sorry, I need to interrupt with an emergency text from my mother. Oh, sure. She just texted and said, this is a direct quote. Are you watching the Ninja Trolls? <laughs> what? <laughs> Is she trying to say Olympics? It's got to be something going on in the Olympics. Are you? Do you still have it on mute? I know. I, turn, I, I, I turned off the TV because I was getting distracted. So well, I will let y'all know about that later when I watch. But I, I mean, it's recording on my DVR. It's the Ninja Trolls. <laughs> it's I'm rec- I'm recording it on my DVR, so I'll watch afterwards, and we'll we'll just. Talk now on I'm Twitter and see if they're ninja I'll trolls. See you there. Sorry, Monica. It's like Ninja Turtles. turtles. Is she watching Ninja Turtles? Right. Could it be the turtles? Could she have yeah. um fallen down and <laughs> into like a this YouTube wonderful? rabbit hole? She's like in Who some knows? like maybe it's QAnon. Maybe. I mean <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Endless with Laura. <laughs> Sorry, I'll keep y'all updated on the No, ninja please turtles. do, please do. Please do. Yes. So yes, so explosions in the sky were our only uh, Texas Act this episode, but my favorite song was when 
cash bus Tyra out to go see the foal yeah. being born. And this artist is really like small and indie. I couldn't find that much info about him, which was I kind of loved because he's just kind of a working musician. Um, he's from Wolverhampton, England. That's His where is- Liam Payne is from of One Direction. Oh. Yes. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that that was that the hometown of One Direction was Virginia. I didn't either. Well, Wait, is Liam your guy? Who's Liam your guy Payne is from Wolverhampton, England. Yeah, yeah, that's how, that's where he's yeah. from. Yeah, yes. Oh, I wasn't listening carefully. I'll show what up. did you say, Carly? Wolverhampton. Something inaccurate. Something wrong. So. Yeah. No, Liam Payne is from Wolverhampton. <laughs> that's not where all of One Direction is from. Are they all? But that is there. Yeah. Well, uh, four British and an Irish. And I can Irish. tell, and I can tell you like all of their hometowns. Which one's Irish? Wow. Niall Horan is Irish. Okay, who's your guy? Who's your favorite guy? Uh, Harry and Louis are my guys. Yes, Harry and Louis. I always thought Louis was the cutest, and then when Harry got older, I was like, okay, now I get it. When Harry met I, Sally, you mean? When Harry met Sally, I was like, uh, Sally can get it. And yeah. <laughs> one of my only good memories of 2020 is that Sage and I were able to get tickets to Louis little concert that he did for his album release day and it had a meet and greet afterwards and so I got to like meet him and I oh no and I was wearing (laughs) some like I like blacked out um I was wearing like some enamel pins that I got off of Etsy that were Louis themed, you know, and I had brought one to give to him because my brand is strong and I had two (laughs) And I knew that the person who gave me the pin would feel honored that I re-gifted their pin to Louis Tomlinson. Right. Yes, of course. And, like, so I walked up to, you know, and he noticed the pins right away. Nice. And then, and he was like, well, you know, and then I gave him his, and he, you know, and I was like, this is where you could get them. And, like, I shit you not, a month later... Because the pin was like his hand giving the middle finger and it had one of his tattoos on on it. Yeah. I shit you not, six weeks later, that pin was on his official website (gasps) with a slightly different redesign. Because he he couldn't be. That person's art? Basically. Oh my God. (laughs) So, and I was like, that is like forever my legacy that I (laughs) (laughs) gave. You know, and the girl who designed the pen was laughing about it. She yeah. was like, that's wild. Right, right. You know, uh, so yeah, that's forever my legacy is that I inspired oh. Louis Tomlinson to steal a girl's Etsy design for his own website. That really that tracks, honestly. <laughs> it was, and he, and he was lovely and wonderful. And like one of my friends was able to like snag it because it was like, you can't take pictures. Yeah. And so like from a distance, uh, so one of my friends was able to snag like the two of us laughing together, which I'm just like, That's I, awesome. yeah, sorry yeah. for that like tangent, but like I love One we Direction love a whole really lot. Glad we know about that now. Yes. So yeah, and I'm glad to know that someone else loves Louis because I feel like I always thought he was the cutest, and people would be like, oh. No, I would like die for Louis Tomlinson. Hundred yeah. so. <laughs> percent. I will say though, Zayn on the boy band. I mean, I was actually out. never into them. I just like when I got asked that question because it was posed mm-hmm. a lot. I decided on Louis, and then I got into like their solo acts a little bit mm-hmm. later. Um, I will say, I think Zayn and I have the same exact vocal range. Like Pillow Talk is like <laughs> perfect belting <laughs> quality uh, material. <laughs> Pillow yeah. Talk. No. Um. But yes, Scott Matthews is 
from Wolverhampton, England, and he is an indie artist. He I saw that he played a so far show in Verona, Italy, which is so nice. Cool. Nice. Um, but the cool thing is that he's opening for Robert Plant soon. So oh, that is good for him. It's about to pop off, I think. Yeah. So this song is called Eyes Wider Than Before, and it was beautiful. We're going to listen to it. With eyes wider than before. Follow the distant beam of light And drop a neon floods my weary My soul is unspired I'm heading your way with the traffic I'm not Isn't that lovely? I freaking love that. Wait, that what is, is his name again? That is very of its time. It is. And it but it also weirdly feels like it could be oh, yeah. something recent too. Like yeah, it reminds me of something really particular. Uh, what is his name again? I know. Scott Matthews. I'm going to look up. I wonder if he's in another band or something that I'm thinking of. Or very maybe nice. He sounds very familiar. Joshua Redeen. Yes. yes. Joshua yes. Who he, yeah. Yep. That's who he, like, that, that is was, exactly what who who reminds I was me of. Joshua Redeen, Joshua Radden. <laughs> I think it's Joshua Radden, ladies. But it is actually. <laughs> Either way, it's, we Either are way. all talking about the same <laughs> yes, person. Exactly. Monica's right, but, though. It is Radden because oh, he nice. I said Radden big, for years. He has a big relationship with um, Scrubs and oh my God. Uh, with Zach Braff <laughs> and stuff. Yeah, I mean, so it's he, very his music Zach was Braff-y. a ton of, um, yes. But they're like actual best friends. And, nice. and the Scrubs podcast, they talk a ton about, oops, um, about his music and stuff. Um, ah, thank you for connecting those dots. That was exactly yeah. who I was thinking. It was of. like, yes. I mean, that song could easily be on the Garden State soundtrack yep, 100% so, y'all I had 100%. a really weird sex dream about Zach Braff the other day <laughs> oh you too texted me uh, yeah. about it was it. good yeah it was like it wasn't like raunchy or anything it was just like a nice little I was like I woke up I was like that was pleasant <laughs> I think I've had a pleasant um steamy dream about Zach Guilford and it was just kind of like I woke oh, nice. up and was like nice oh, that like, was nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was so lovely like, thanks for <laughs> thanks, that boys yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well Let's review that tape before we Let's do it. it. Welcome to my film corner. Hello. So a couple of fun little facts for you guys. Um, this episode was directed by Jason Kadams, actually. Um, we know yeah. him from, you know, creating the show. Mm-hmm. Parenthood. Um he and produced this show. Yes, sorry. He created I always Parenthood. I just say that in a sorry. not clear way. Um, sorry. Sorry. That is a correct distinction. But um, I was actually kind of surprised to see that he directed this episode because I felt it was a wee bit fillery. But mm-hmm. it was still it was still well organized and, and a good episode. Um, but yeah, we got Jason Kadams back. So that was nice. And then there was... Um, oh, Kim already talked about the name of the episode, the reference to the Poison Song. There was another reference in the... Uh, episode i did not personally catch it but i saw it on the interwebs from the sleuths um but apparently in an episode when or in a scene excuse me when they're in the like football locker room where there's a whiteboard behind the coaches um that has like plays drawn out on it they wrote out crm 114 which is apparently um a reference to a stanley kubrick movie from 1964 whoa 
It well, says, yeah, Dr. Strangelove, which. Oh, yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah. That. I've heard of it, except that IMDb says it's called Dr. Strangelove or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. And that's where I kind of got confused. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's also like a real deep dive. Like that is like clearly have got Some, to have been yeah. like somebody's like private joke with somebody else. I think so, too. But is is that the real name like for Doctor Strange? The full title, I believe it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I never knew that. Yeah, I'm yeah. not really a Kubrick fan. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not like a. So it's a not Kubrick you know head. something that I would like turn to. Yeah, um, I don't know if I've seen I, I it. do believe that is the full title. Interesting. Yeah, I just, haven't just, seen it. I just did not know that it had such a you know verbose. It's just uh, weird and indulgent. Which yeah, is what is. most Stanley Kubrick films are. Yep, a fair point. That's why I have a hard time with Tarantino too. It's very masturbatory. Okay, speaking of armchair, yes, y'all. what did you think about um, uh, Tarantino's episode on armchair? It was interesting. I that was I've exactly always, how I thought he was. Yeah, it was interesting, like and it made it did it like I've always like really not liked him, and it made me like him a little more. Just yes. humanized him a tiny bit. I have always liked older Tarantino. Yeah, I have not liked a lot of the newer stuff. I, I know I'm gonna sound like an old Karen, but I do not care for Django. Like I did, I saw that in theaters, and I was like, I hate this. This is like glorifying everything that fucking sucks about the world. Yeah, and it's so indulgent, and I'm just like, I don't need to watch like Scorsese red blood drip from every character. No. Like I just, yeah. I've never seen it. I don't either. <laughs> don't. It sucked. I hated it. I have tried to watch Pulp Fiction twice, and I couldn't get. Through I do it. love Pulp Fiction. I think I, I, think think I would Pulp like Pulp it. Pulp Fiction is yeah. overrated. Okay, that's, I think that's I mean, a fair take. If I would you love get to, like, like hate mail, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, like. <laughs> We say a lot of things that piss people off. So that is my hot take that there's a panel that they sometimes do at New York Comic Con and then it's run by Rotten Tomatoes and it's called like Your Opinion Sucks. And what (laughs) it is, is that they have like a, a table of movie critics that sit up there and then you form a line at the microphone and you get up and you share your... Uh, you share your opinion like you get up there and say like I would get up there and say I think Pulp Fiction is overrated (laughs) and then they would argue with me about it that sounds fun oh it's a great panel it's such a I do agree I think it gets over canonized I do love it and I think it's classic and vintage but I I agree it gets yeah um, that panel reminds me of when Carly and I went to the Gilmore Girls Festival and we were um a little inebriated on some on a fifth of whiskey that we snuck into the boyfriend debate there and people were like there you guys there wasn't and someone like got up and was like logan is the best because this and we were like yeah like her <laughs> oh yeah they had a town hall meeting She's at, at like the e- it was like one of the evening programs where it was just like a straight boyfriend debate they had like slideshows up at the front and everyone was just like they changed the, the picture and we're all like ah! I have no idea. We were super drunk. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. I like um, barely go to Gilmore Girls, but I have enough of an opinion I barely to have to an opinion about the boyfriends. So, Wait, I mean, yeah, opinion? I'm not like steep. I'm not steeply in it because I know steeply. you guys love it. Uh, right, right, right. I always liked Jess. That's we like totally Jess fine. We like yeah. Jess too. Yeah. I like to People are like, Monica, are we too intense? People are scared to tell us which boyfriend they I like. I know. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just like, I don't know if that's a right or wrong opinion. You know, because no, again, like, there I barely no go there. I barely go there. You pick Dean. Exactly. Oh, well, fuck Dean. <laughs> right. Dean is exactly. Exactly. Well, duffel bag kicker, wife cheater, 
it's the worst yeah. and he continues <laughs> to be the worst like in in life so <laughs> in life in life and his career choices yeah sorry uh, I, I will say Jared really quick back to tarantino i i watched once upon a time in hollywood and i liked it that was i need to rewatch it. that one my friend uh and okay. i um went to see it in theaters and we smoked beforehand and overdid it a little bit and got really silly um and we like let we left we were like i am not here for <laughs> not this. here for this <laughs> we're, we're disruption i'm not enjoying yes. this we just gotta go well so and compared remember. to because that year i watched every single nominated film every other nice. year i've read i've watched like almost all of them and Compared to The Irishman, that was four fucking hours. And I like ate like five meals throughout it because I was so bored. <laughs> it, felt, it felt a little less. Um, That's different from The Gentleman that came out recently. Indulgent. Mm-hmm. In the last few Correct. Years, right? Because that Correct. was super good. Okay. Sure. Um, de- uh, I highly <laughs> recommend. <laughs> I, I have not done this for very many movies, but when it ended, I literally watched it again. Nice. The Gentleman? Just, yes. Super good. Why have I not heard of this? It kind of didn't like kind of came and went. Well, it's pandemic times. Nothing sticks. Yeah. Well, nothing sticks. it was before. It was. Oh. Mm, it was 2019, I think. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Um, it's super super good. I think that oh, some people yeah. didn't like get it. It's it's like um a cult mob type movie. Mm. Okay. And I'm gonna like, put it on my watch list. It's right what now. you wish. Pulp Fiction was, in my opinion. It's okay. Really, really good. I yeah. will check it out. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done derailing. Go back. To I that hey, we're still talking about. <laughs> I, I helped. Der- I helped derail it. So right. it's but fine. I knew we would subject. go into. I'm a, a bad derailer, guys. So you just <laughs> it's know this. Kim, it's what we do professionally. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. I knew once I said Stanley Kubrick, we'd go th- through a rabbit hole, which True. I was looking forward to. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also did note that just I felt like in this episode particularly, everything was looking real green for late fall in Texas. <laughs> oh, true. It was like luscious green. And they're at least three or four games into the fall football season, which means everything should be dead as shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. Which only, that doesn't matter. It doesn't take away from the show. It's just as a, a Texan, sometimes I notice I'm like that there are no leaves on that tree during this time. <laughs> yeah. It is a desolate <laughs> desert. <laughs> um, Let's see. Oh, I also just made a funny little note one of Tammy's main concerns about cash for Tyra is that he's too old for her and stuff mm. like that. Um, the actor was actually two years younger than oh, Adrian wow. Pulicki. Interesting. Yeah. Wait, His name um, is Zach Rorig. Um, mm. He's the one we talked about him in last episode. He's in Vampire Diaries. Right. And we love him. But he must have been a, a little baby because Pulicki was only like 20 or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. probably 18 or something. Yeah. Wait, what's his name again? Cash and Nova. <laughs> yeah, after last episode when I said Cowboy Casanova, I texted him on him. It was uh, stuck in my head for like two to fucking days. Yes, I'm going to play that every time we talk about him. You're welcome. That's one of those songs that like 
you sing along with the radio and then if you turn the volume down, you're like, oh God. (laughs) Well, you're also just like, this is a trash song, but it is a trash song that I love. It's a bop. Cowboy Casanova, Before He Cheats, Good Girl. They're like the trifecta. I I mean, I love Carrie Underwood. (laughs) No shame. You can take the girl out of Nashville, but you cannot take the Nashville out of the girl. Have y'all heard her sing How Great Thou Art? Yes. No. It is emotional. There's a live. You should find it on YouTube because there's one that she does like with Vince Gill. Yes. That's the one I'm talking about. Yep. 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 yep, yep. Looking that up after this. It's amazing. Why are we like best friends, guys? I know. (laughs) But yes, Carly. Moment. I wanted to give you credit for Cowboy Casanova because that is so (laughs) freaking clever. I'm mad that we didn't think of that. I know. I know. I was kind of proud of that one. So now I have a sound bite. Amazing. Just um, for you. I'm glad you brought that back in because that was um, over Monica's and my text. Sometimes we like say good jokes when we're texting and then I'm like, I need to say that again. I need to say that recording. on air. <laughs> <laughs> I must say that on air. Um, and then oh, one of my last notes was just notably no Minka in this episode. Um, and then obviously no Gaius as he series wrapped in our last episode. Just I did like kind of feel <sighs> the void a little bit. I know. Well, and that's why and I'm sure we'll get into this when we are like deep diving into the plot, uh, which um, it's why to me this is my least favorite episode of the season. Whoa. Because I know, I know. Yeah, no, but let me like let me like make my statement. Say your piece. <laughs> because you like audibly hear them grind the gears yeah from and and also those first four episodes are so good they came so good they came in hot yeah like that yeah they did and 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 the smash story is so engaging and like and he leaves and you're having to almost like repilot in a way because it's like we're just changing gears to jason who we haven't seen in a long four, time in yeah. season three in at four all. episodes yeah uh and that story starts out it, the end is so gratifying yeah. but this beginning of this story is very tedious yes yeah, yeah. the payoff is worth it no the spoilers, payoff is 100 percent worth it but like the house flipping in 2008 with like the real estate bubble and lol Right. It was like this one market? of my one of my good friends during the watch like commented, you know, like only Jason Street would decide to flip a house in two thousand eight. Like yep. and that's with a the, very good point. The lesser known property brothers, the Riggins boys. The Riggins boys. <laughs> so so yeah, so one of them is dating Zoe J Chanel. Yes, yeah, it up. I did I, you talked about that in one of your episodes. You did. Uh but yeah, so that's why it's my least favorite episode of the season, because like it's just it it it's like they you're I've never driven manual, but I assume that this is how it is. Like when you drive manual and yeah. you're shifting gears and you kind of like pop the clutch a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Like uh that's what this episode feels like to me. Plus I like totally the cash storyline. Mr. Cashew. I hate it. <laughs> uh so. I concur. Um, okay, well, we're gonna dig into it. I think that was my last note, except that I had um a fave frame. I did love at 2716 when Cash takes Tyra to the barn, which I did not love that like moment for them as a couple because you know you're like you're you're a little on edge about where this is gonna go. Yeah. Especially, yeah. you know, regarding the, the cowboy candy. 
Um, But there's a really beautiful shot when they're looking at the foal and they're both of their heads are peering through the metal grates. And there's also light coming in through the Mm -hmm. metal grates and it creates this like gorgeous textured pattern. And they're looking over the bars like little kids. Um, It was just a really, really gorgeous shot. I fucking love a barn shot. I can't resist it. Um, (laughs) I just love it. And um, yeah, I thought that was really beautifully done and very cinematic. And even when they're walking into the barn, it was really well done. There was a moment where they're shooting from below, like from the ground and looking up and the sunlight's beaming in. Um, It was just really, the whole scene was really beautifully shot. That beautiful song is playing. Yep. Yeah. They love a golden hour shot. They really do. And I'm a sucker for it. I mean, I'm always, yeah. I'm always just like, yes, it was beautiful. Agreed. And that's that's, uh, my film section today, y'all. Love yeah. it. Yeah, let's get into this. Let's dig in. Let's dig in, dig in, kids. So, yeah, sorry. I shared my opinion already. I just couldn't help it. No, <laughs> never apologize for sharing your opinion. <laughs> and it's I'm not actually, this, this is not a bad episode. Yeah, no, Let me I just actually preface that. I, I actually really liked you. it. So I'm glad to have a little different oh, of opinion. I did feel – I'm kind of with you where I felt it was a little, like um, – a tangible uh, pace shift. Mm -hmm. Um, But we'll dig in. We shall. So we start off with a game. Yeah, that was unusual. I liked it, though, because we left off last episode with, like, the the plan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so um, we see that executed right out of the gates and how frantic it is. And, like, Coach is trying to make it work. He pulls it out at the end, but... It is yeah. stressful to watch. She wants to make it work for Matt so bad. Oh, which is so sweet. Matt is his guy. That is his. No. His but it guy. did kind of irk me that he won't tell Matt that. that. Like, I just want him to be like, Matt, I wish I could put you in, but I got to do this. You know, yeah. which I understand yeah. why he doesn't. But there's a part of me that's like, just tell him you love him. Just yeah. tell him you love him. Right? <laughs> I know. For fuck's sake, somebody For love fuck's Matt, sake. please. Somebody no, please love God. Matt Saracen. <sighs> but he does get a little. I really. He was my favorite part of this episode. Mm. Oh, it's a great Matt episode. Yeah. This yeah. whole episode's a great Matt one. Yeah, and it was like very dimensional watching him wrestle with this, and then we'll get into it at the end. But my favorite scene was his talk with um with his mom. I thought that was like very his well mom. done. Played by Lost Kim Dickens, that is oh, Sawyer's baby mama. Right. I Towards knew that I you have so watched, many things. She's in the back half of the series. Right, she's not on the she island. She is Sawyer's baby mama. Wow. So Good. that yeah, that's Amazing. one of the things. So but good. also when she's I was like doing the the crossovers with Lost that. and all that kind of stuff, I was like, yeah, Cassidy. So yeah. Y'all, I feel like I have a really not popular opinion. I think my favorite character on that show was Julie. Or Julia? Jules. Juliet. Juliet. There it is. That is not an unpopular opinion. Which one was Juliet? Elizabeth Mitchell. Yeah, but I mean, like, which character? The blonde. She came on. She was one of the others. And uh, she was oh. the blonde that was like with Ben. I like then, vaguely. Like, she, that's started, yeah. That's when I kind of started tapering. But no, I we love we love Juliet. Okay, so good. that that is not an, an unpopular opinion with me. Okay, my favorite cool. was always Claire. Claire. Claire was great. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I got really attached to some characters that they killed off very early, and I struggled yeah. to recover. Tbh. Yeah. Oh, you know who I grew to love was um, Jin. 
Uh, Jin has such a great character such a great arc. arc. And he gets really attractive, too. His hair oh, gets he's longer. So, and, mm. He's so hot. He's so hot. Apparently, Here's my luck. opinion to love Jack is unpopular. Yeah. It is unpopular. I don't like Jack hates on Kate. me for that. <laughs> until season six. Season six, Jack is great. Up until then. <laughs> I like his bossy little pants. He's annoying. Oh, he's so self-righteous and bossy and thinks he's always right. And Kate was annoying, it too. So I was me. like, I got to... Kate drove me up the fucking wall. Kate, I, they don't, clo- I don't. They closed well on Kate again. Season six, Kate. Yeah. We like season six, Kate. Just, I don't care for the like mysterious badass woman. Right. I'm like, because it's never, pussy. it's never all that mysterious. Exactly. It, it, they're just cowards. Those people. Yeah. That's right. what they're hiding. Juliet yeah. was like smart and put together and calm. She was a doctor. And she was a doctor. <laughs> a doctor. Doctor. She was a doctor. She's the best. So She's speaking best. of um, smart and competent people, yes. let's talk about yes. real estate endeavors. Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I loved that Buddy freaked out when he found out whose name was on the paper. I know. He's like, what is this? This is a joke. <laughs> yeah, that was great. That was um, but we kind of open with, um, oh, I did really love the scene at the beginning, at the end of the game. When mm-hmm. Matt walks yes. away and they close out the sound and we get to see Me him too. walking away. And I thought that was really powerful. And I loved even before that when he you see the moment that Coach goes with JD. Like the whole time he's oh, toggling and yes. then you just see it happen. And it's it yep. it wasn't like subtle, but it was it was quieter. You s- Zach Guilford is so good in those like subtle moments where yes. it's like yeah. you see it click that he just chose. Yes. In the heat of the moment, because obviously, like he puts Matt back in Mm -hmm. at the end, but But in the heat of the moment, yeah. When he's talking with the other coaches, like if he waited, if he continued to not put in JD, he would not get away with it any longer. And they're like in the coaches' room, and they're like, JD is the winning ticket. Yeah, and you kind of realize that like he can't can't do this any longer. longer. Um, And I really liked that they added that dimension to it because it it made it all track yes and then yeah. can't get away like, with it anymore. i'm listening like you tell yeah. me i know you're right so yeah. um but one quick plane because i heard oh, yeah there was a good amount of football yeah there was a moment when they talked about a bubble screen which i had never heard of so i looked it up and we're gonna read about it i would love to know about it and i wonder if we'll get it we'll see the bubble screen involves a receiver taking a step forward, then darting toward the quarterback to receive the ball while the offensive linemen release to clear a path for the receiver. So it's basically okay. like the linemen are screening for the receiver. I think he he pretends to go farther and then he comes back and then they like screen for him and he catches it. I think that's yeah. kind of where we're at. All right. Bubble. Bubble. Bubble screen. Got it. Done. I have feelings about the tattoo debacle. Um, yeah, this was just some like straight up PTSD for me. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I love when she's like, is that one of those that just like rubs off? That seems kind of silly and youthful. <laughs> yeah. She's like, no, it's a real tattoo. It's a real tattoo. Also, she's under 18. How the Yeah, how, how did that's that was my first question. I mean, I guess I, oh, I know people yeah. that did that. If you like go to the right shop, I guess. Small yeah, town Texas. Like cool with it. But they, they did care. seem to really ignore that fact. Yeah. That it would she be a yeah. Wasn't able yeah. to. I mean, my mom reacted. I hid, because this was my first tattoo. I have, um, I know my value from Agent Carter this on was my, my wrist. too. <laughs> and, uh. Wait, like, um, Frankie Muniz? 
Agent, agent, no, that's Cody agent Banks. Carter, as in like Peggy okay. Carter. If it <laughs> was, like, was that though, I would freak <laughs> the fuck out. I but would I have like, loved that. I was like 35 when I got this, yeah, and right. my mom still just like shook her head, and I was just like, like mom, mom, I'm doing this. I'm yeah, do- this maybe I, I should have put this as a Texas thing. Yeah. I also went on a mild yeah. rant in my notes, and I'm going to read it out loud for y'all. Please oh, do. Please. I wrote, and this is partially to my mother. Mom, turn up your volume. Can we stop telling young women that they are ruined by having tattoos? Our worth is not in the, quote, cleanliness of our skin, dot, 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 dot. Fucking assholes. <laughs> You've made permanent damage to your body. And Which- first of all, fuck the... Fuck that. That implies that a woman's that a young woman's worth is in like the perfection of her outward and the purity of her mm-hmm. appearance and her youthfulness. It's all mm, it drives yeah. me up the wall. Um, it and is yes, Julie's tattoo was dumb, but I just hate that angle on it. It just yeah. teaches women that like yeah. your the way that your skin looks and the amount of purity that it depicts to society represents who you are as a person. I think that's shallow as shit. I'm just so tired of it, like seeming to that you're it like makes you lower class or you know like i just i don't get it i all of my and i i understand that some people have dumb tattoos maybe they're not dumb to them yeah maybe they're not dumb to them or maybe they acknowledge that they're dumb i just got a little dumb one every time i've put a tattoo on my body i have four now and they all mean something to me, yeah. you know, and, and they're so part it, of my like story and what exactly. I've chosen to represent outwardly uh-huh. to society. And mm-hmm. for someone to tell you that that is violating or dirty and uh, ruinous in some way when you've like made a choice, it's like when you've made yeah. a choice about what you want people yeah. to perceive from you and someone tells you that that is uh, your ruin, it's mm-hmm. such a deep, deep wound i don't know i just find it so unfair tattooing has been a tradition for humans like from day one Mm -hmm. artistic expression on our bodies in a permanent way is a beautiful way to express yourself if you're above the age of 18 do not let other women tell you that that is going to ruin you in some way your outward appearance does not represent and maybe Julie person. will get it removed at 30, but that that's, will be yeah. her choice. And that's part of the story. That's part of the journey. I do commend her that she got it in a great place right where it angle. won't where it won't get like stretched out by like, you know, if if you know, because my sister got one like right on her hip and I was like, that's n- not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> you have a baby um, and it's like, yeah, if you, if you shit, have yeah. a baby or anything like that, and then all of a sudden you have like a giant butterfly in your stomach, like that has turned to some like amorphous. <laughs> yeah. But she got it in a great place. Also a very easily coverable place. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like. Yes, it was probably a rash decision on Julie's part, but also, yeah. like, she did do it thoughtfully. I do give her credit yeah, yeah, yeah. for that. All right. Like, I will agree with all that is being said. I I wonder if just the age thing was part of it. And if it was a boy, they'd probably freak out, too. Like, I think the, like, you're ruined, blah, 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 is really shitty. And I think but the I think I would, would I think I would freak out, f- out if my kid got a tattoo didn't tell me if whether it was a boy or a girl 
I think that's fair. And I think they would have. I think you're mm-hmm. right. But yeah. I think in general, culturally, I feel like, at least in my experience growing up, there were guys in our high school all the time. They got their little like butt tattoos or whatever. And it's just funny. They haven't ruined themselves. <laughs> I feel like it's very common also in like college for the like a bunch of my guy friends got the like buffalo tattoo or whatever. And it's just like a funny little thing for them. But then if a woman does that same thing at that age, then it's like a permanent scar on their visage. Their only yeah. worth is now ruined. No, there's and definitely a double yeah. standard there. I know I'm sure. a little extra triggered there. Right. But no, I was just, just giving the other perspective, but I, I, I do think, that's think there's a total um, double standard there. And, and she is under 18. And I did yeah. want to, I was curious on y'all's opinion because I feel like when I originally, when I watched this when I was younger, I, like it bothered me that the tattoo thing but I agreed with Tammy when she was like you're under 18 that's my ankle but now (laughs) when I watched when I watched it this time that like I prickled at that um I don't know why I was curious if y'all reacted to that it's funny to me I mean I laughed at that I laugh at that line I think it's funny um I think it's a very mother thing to say yeah um it's funny to me how like quote unquote woke or liberal especially tammy can be that Mm -hmm. when the conservative side comes out it comes out you know yeah totally and it's it's just like she and it's especially with julie that the you know more unfortunately conservative side comes out and i do wonder and i wish that the show had it one point maybe delved into Tammy's upbringing a little more to see well, they kind of did a little bit like a little more they do when her sister is around mm-hmm. yeah and stuff like that but to to know more about like was her mother that way it's yeah. like you know does she does do these moments come out because of you know her upbringing and how her mother may have reacted cuz yeah Tammy talks about it at the end of the episode to some degree, but mm-hmm. that's the only, uh, that's my opinion of it too, is just yeah. wondering, you know, if this is something that's like instilled that she's acting out of like the way she was yeah. raised. Yeah. And this may be my like, um, just very personalized triggered opinion, but I just don't, I feel like it's Southern culture for, for them to be like, oh, you're a young girl, so, like, your body belongs to me until you can take control of it. And I'm like, I don't want to teach my daughter that, like, she doesn't have her own agency over her body, even Mm -hmm. if she's young and under 18. I just kind of – it's kind of like sex, which I thought they handled so well in season one. Yeah. Which made me kind of surprised at this reaction. It should be the same thing. It should be, okay, so we should have a conversation about this. Are you feeling okay? Are you doing this because you're feeling frustrated or sad? Like, what Mm -hmm. were your – impulses mm-hmm. behind this and if yeah. you find that there was a healthy trajectory into their decision making then tammy should let julie like do with her body as she pleases i just don't like the idea of ever teaching a, a girl at any age that her bodily decisions are not her own um and i wish that i, I would have liked to see it be more of a sit down mm-hmm convo versus a like "Mm, you're in trouble and we're getting it removed and that's my call yeah Uh, it's interesting because i feel like it was played the whole tattoo thing was played more for comedy as opposed to the sex talk you know being played for the drama and the emotion and plot you know and 
yeah, the tattoo thing to me was really just like, wouldn't it be funny if Julie yeah. got a tattoo? It was cute. And and I liked aspects of it. But I also was just like, I can't tell if it's just this storyline that's prickling me or mm-hmm. if they or if they actually missed the mark on the writing and they just kind of missed the tone. Um, but I think I think you're right. I think that they meant it to be a relatively light B plot. And and I um, freaked out. Well, also, maybe they didn't quite know what they would be stepping into with something. Like, I mean, because yeah. I think everything that you're saying here is completely valid and very like, yeah, you're right on all of it. I'm just like, yeah, no, that's a very serious way to think about it. that they didn't go and get it removed. I did yes, love yeah. the end of it. And I was about the to say, like, she does... She freaks out and then she goes to that place of like, yes. you know, and I think that that's pretty realistic of yeah. I, I'm trying to start from a place of that, you know, when you have conflict with someone instead of freaking out and then be like, oh, you know, what? I'm going to be rational now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Being rational from the get go. But I do think. Yeah, I think that was pretty realistic. Yeah. Um, but it did also give me a chuckle. Um, I'm sure many of us have our angry mother tattoo stories. Mine are intense, but um gonna go through it next week uh when i get yes. my family uh Yay. with my fresh uh botched arm tattoo that i got on a caribbean island she's kind of oh, thrilled no. about that one. Oh no oh. i was really hoping it's a mexican drinking wham um i was hoping to get it fixed this week before i saw them but the my artist told me i need to wait another month so Oh no! Well, at least at least you can acknowledge that you're getting it fixed, though. Yes, Maybe and at least I'm a 27 year old human. Yeah, so. right. you can also like do what you want. Exactly. And I'm sure it's a great memory. So. It is. <laughs> there you go. It'll be it'll be cute. It's just gonna take a little a little a little well, time. Well, fixing. It's just fine. a little time. It did the tattoo storyline cracked me up since I just sort of like I was did thinking that about funny you. dumb thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, tattoo is kind of. <gasps> Kim was like, what's happening? (laughs) I love not warning our guests about that bit. Me too. I love it. Um, What did y'all think of? I like Julie's um, braid pinback look. I did too. During the tattoo scene. Kind of looked, uh, I know we've talked in the last couple episodes about how they're like uh, growing her up a bit. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. they kind of made her look kitty again on purpose because she was going to do the mother daughter tension, but I thought it worked perfectly. Yeah. I did. They made her look kitty and they made her act kitty. I said, remember yeah. when we could tolerate Julie in the last step? Like, yeah. that's gone again. I mean, it's she like a, a little sass, but it's yeah. a momentary backslide because I think sure. season three, Julie, we're, we're, on the up, we're on the upslope with yeah. Julie. We're on the up and up. Yep. I'm on the, great song. Up great deep cut by my favorite band, Rolling K. Um, Still on my run and playlist. Speaking of tattoos, I was like, does Tyra have a tattoo like you? Did you see her back tattoo? With like numbers, yes, it was like Roman got, numerals. She's I swear. got something. You gotta yeah, go back and, and look because it looked a lot like yours. Uh, I have uh, Roman numerals down my back. If nice. Adrian Felicia and I both have that. We gotta get together. It does get look like she has something down her spine. Yeah, I noticed I that in the like it. behind shot when she's with Cash. Uh, sorry, I didn't quite catch that. <laughs> sorry, didn't quite catch that. <laughs> it's a bit icy on the stairs. That's our second. Uh, that's your second deep Hermione cut. This app. Oh no, it's Cho Chang. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, when they're oh. in the owlery. Uh, sorry, uh, I didn't catch that. Well, I didn't catch that. I, I'm going. <laughs> I'm and I told him I'd go. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> Fucking Cho Chang. Fucking Cho Chang. She's the worst. She worst. Is. I had something to say. <laughs> it was, we all like glitched for a second thinking about how like, much we hate Cho Chang. <laughs> when Carly and I went to Harry Potter World, she looked at me at the wand store and goes, I'm gonna buy Cho Chang's wand so I can break Cho Chang's wand. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I said it. You did. Oh no. Savage. I stand by it. Um, I also, on another Julie note, I yeah. liked, even though they kind of like kidded her up again, mm-hmm. I still thought her headband was cute at the end yeah. in her chat with Tammy. And she had those adorable early 2000s Amanda Bynes stringies <laughs> that yes. you know I love. The early aught stringies. What? Amanda what? Bynes owns them. In general, what just were we doing in those <laughs> times? I'm, I, I, I always just what like... The super, and I don't know if it was this episode, but in general, they do it to Tyra with the super low, low jeans yeah. that are like so low. Oh, that low. I just imagine how often you would have to get a goddamn bikini wax just to wear like, your jeans. No, thank you. And I mean, get one they never. I feel like they do it maybe a couple, not with Tyra, maybe with Mindy or something, but they do do the thong sticking out of the jeans. The whale tail. The whale, the whale tail. tail. Just like, why? What a why, horrific moment why? of history like, that was. Adrian Palicki is like... <laughs> She's like slapping herself with the bacon. Yes. Sorry, Monica Sorry. and I just made a deep part. Uh, Tammy too. <laughs> She's a goddess. And like, those yeah. don't, like, if they don't make her look good. I know. Right. What hope what is, is there for the rest, of us? the rest of us? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I know. Um, uh, it's true. There were totally just agreed. so many, so many bad moves going Someone on. shared, you know, like, you know, what to say to people that don't want to get vaccinated. And then it's like a post and it like slides. It was like, um, w- what to say to people that want to bring low rise jeans back? Like how you can help. <laughs> how you can help. How you can help. Yes. Someone I made think, a post about. I think um, former buddy, uh, Chris Doyle. Uh, shared that so shout out oh nice oh, yes. she's got great content yes she um, and we somebody... met in person I haven't told the pod that yet oh yeah yes because we live in Austin so we I finally met uh, a buddy in the Our flesh buddy Krista I don't yes. like in the flesh sorry but that's what I want <laughs> I immediately think of Voldemort <laughs> of course flesh of your father anyways willingly um, given willingly <laughs> Um, I saw a post that was like, please don't bring back the like jeans under dresses. And it just had a bunch of photos. And I was like, I wanted to, I almost retweeted and was just like, honestly, climate change won't allow for this. It's too hot, y'all. Oh, I'm no. not doing it's, it. That's how no. it comes back. I'm not doing it. Um, My- so Tim's had a t-shirt and I don't know if y'all caught this. It said 33. I was just no, about to say it. No one else. <laughs> I did not see I this. Was, I was going to bring it up because I noticed yes. it. Okay, and- good. The amount of pieces of clothing that Tim Riggins has with his number, because I believe, <laughs> yes. like, when he it's wears like a, a hard line. hat, it says 33. Like, it is on everything. Like, yes. you, sh- whenever Tim Riggins is on screen, you should. I mean, obviously, we're looking at him because he's Taylor Kitchen, he's gorgeous, yeah. Yeah, but like, try to remember to look at his clothes, yes, because. I guarantee you 33 is on it I did somewhere. not catch this. Yes. And it said His, 33, like, no one else, right? Mm-hmm. I swear. Oh my God. It's, it's like a soft, like vintage boyfriend t-shirt yes, that, that he's wearing it. in that 
last scene. He's wearing it in the last scene with when uh, Aaron comes over when they're like at, All the, at house. the house. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh my god, amazing. But yeah, no, that was my fashion moment. I like wrote it down. So again, yes. we're like super simpatico today. No, same wavelength. Um, the other Man. note I made is that Aaron, Jason's gal. Yeah. I really loved her cute green, uh, like uh, peasant blouse when she yes. came to drop mm-hmm. off She's the baby. Gorgeous. I love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she I'm in love with her. Cute. She has that red, that shade of red. Okay, <sighs> your sage also has this shade of red that I like. Uh-huh. I like want to eat it, and I mean that in the creepiest <laughs> way possible. <laughs> this is the color one. It's, it's like the, the good strawberry color. Yes, yes. It's like strawberries and milk. Yes, mm. strawberries and cream. <laughs> strawberries and milk. Uh, oh man, redhead fetish. Maybe, Maybe. <laughs> but just with women, I think. <laughs> I mean, redheaded women are beautiful. So, like, if you're going to have a fetish, like, that's a good one. It's not a bad one. Yeah. Not one bit. And everyone knows our deep love for Ron Weasley. So, amen. Amen. Um, He's my boy. I also noted the same scene that Julie's wearing that headband um, when she's talking with Tammy. Um, Quite a booby tank she had on. She's got some big boobs. She's Amy Tear. Like, yeah, she's she's got some knockers. And she was only like 17. She was actually only like 17 in this. Ah, Like in season two, when she comes out in that top that oh, Shelly yes, brought her Shelly's from there. like Brazil or wherever yes. and I'm like girl like, that her? would just fall off of me like <laughs> I, I know it would just collapse to, to the keep floor that up. I was just like her boobs are huge yeah, yeah. and she is hashtag blessed yes that's why I think sometimes they have to kid her up because yeah. otherwise yeah. she's like right up there with Tyra as she's far as the big boobs show. I know so well Agreed. those are all my notes yes I loved the reintroduction to Jason and Herc. Yes. Yes. Uh, 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 uh. Hey, you throwing away my porn again? Yep. I ain't even yep. finished with this one yet. Well, I'm pretty sure I can tell you how it comes out in the end. <laughs> Dude, you do not have to hide porn from a baby. Babies are not freaked out by boobies. Dude, uh, there's more than boobs in those magazines, first of all. What, vaginas? Babies love vaginas, man. They just took a great trip through one. It's like looking at a postcard. <laughs> Oh, I did miss Herc. Uh, I did. Herc is one of the like unsung VIPs yes, of the agreed. series. Yeah. You know, as far as like a great supporting character. Yes. I know. And he's hilarious. Him. I missed their dynamic. their dynamic. I was like immediately refreshed. Yeah. See, I, you know, I totally get the whole, it's kind of like a new pilot. I definitely miss Smash. That, that storyline is a lot, was a lot more interesting at that point. Yeah. Um, but I did feel very refreshed by having them back and I just I love Jason this episode. I know he was like I do too. You know he was definitely naive and you know all that. But he, he was, was just endearing. Trying, it, it was endearing. He was trying so hard. Yeah. He's so well intentioned. He's just like so grown up. He's so past the Dylan stuff. Like you kind of forget yes. that he's even with Lila and playing it does football. Seem re- fresh. I think they yeah. made the right move by keeping him out of the first couple of episodes. Yeah, and bringing him back as like an almost to- like. Just like high Jason. school baggage gone. Yeah. He's just a new Jason. Sort yeah. Of. Also, just it. like basic shallow level is like Scott Porter, like turned into a man. Yes. And like True. that, Attractive. like off seat, like it's like. Hell yeah, he did. Oh, you more, watched Ginny and Georgia? Yeah. He's he more defined. Like he I watched just, the first two episodes. I'm not. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's enjoyable, it's, but yeah, he's very enjoyable. sexy in it. And I, but I also had to laugh at because I remember you telling me that like it was being called the new Gilmore Girls. I was like, literally, the only thing is like 
it's a mother and a daughter. It's a, a, a young mom. That's it. Nothing else is <laughs> Nothing same. else is similar. Except the mom is like kind of similarly self-destructive. Sure. But that's and it. The, but like the, the daughter is also destructive. Like she's not yes. like, yeah. She's it's no Rory. No. But also that's just like a trope. That's the, yes. you know, it's yes. not just. Mother it's, daughter show. It's Gilmore. Yeah. yeah the exactly. internet was like new Gilmore. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, why do we have to have a new anything? Can it just be its own <laughs> thing? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Which speaking um, of Gilmore, sorry, this is only for Carly as, as this is a deep cut. But did you like Buddy's reigning Lorelai moment? I'm hemorrhaging money here, Missy, right? Uh, I'm, no, I'm hemorrhaging, hemorrhaging money. money. <laughs> Fucking yes. I did not yes. catch that. Good. You're hemorrhaging money. Hemorrhaging oh, money. Such a good episode. The Singing Lorelai season three. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that I know that. Or do I love it? I think you should own that. I think you should <laughs> too. And that like, was also a little fiddler on the roof. I hate yes. that I know a fiddler. that. Oh, nice. <laughs> a it was a do you love the roof? Me? <laughs> Sounds do crazy. You love me. Do I want, I want that? <laughs> it's a little preview of 18-year-old Monica playing Golda. Yes. Yo, oh my god, everything I, you I know so about cute. everything I know about Fiddler on the Roof is from the Gilmore Girls production of Fiddler. <laughs> Not my production, thank you. I wasn't there for it. Oh, in high school? Oops, yes, yes, you were. It's not my favorite musical. Awkward. Sorry, I love you. No, okay. Believe me, it is not mine, and it was not my dream role to play as a senior. I am still not over it. <laughs> I remember you being mad about that. Yeah, it was not fun. I mean, no, no, it was great, fun, though. but yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it's not, it's not like the sexiest. It wasn't stuff. my dream role. But no, you want to be in Matchmaker. You want to be one of the daughters. Exactly. As, yeah. You want to be Zydol. Well, I just wanted to play, like, and she didn't have to be, like, super, you know, uh, damsel in distress, but I just want to play the damn ingenue once in my life, and I never got to. Yeah. Don't we all? Don't we I never all got to. Play be that. The, I just want to be the leading lady in my own life. I know. <laughs> yes, little Kate Winslet there from the holiday, yes. y'all. Holiday. holiday. Oh my You're god, am I my dad to be the from the old <laughs> that movie was the holiday? Worst Texas slip yet, y'all. I that it. was a good one. That good. That's straight out of my dad's mouth. My dad. This is how he says the days of the week. Monday, Sunday, Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. <laughs> my mom will slip into it. It's like not always, but she'll date. She'll do a Tuesday. Yeah, and yeah. then he has the most adorable little version of howdy that he's he he's like adapted it into just like a howdy. howdy. <laughs> it's, howdy. it's my favorite thing. It's very cute. Um, anywho, I feel like I was about to. Oh, I was on the baby thing. Yes. Uh-huh. I did love that. And I loved all the Jason stuff. But I was a little like, oh, OK. Hello, baby. <laughs> I know. We <laughs> have a like, baby now. Wow. OK. So that's what they Jason is a father. This is part of my problem. And I said this. We just finished season three uh, like two weeks ago in our yeah. rewatch. And so we were writing the recap post and I was writing about this episode and I was like, it's really hard to get invested in the Jason and Aaron thing because we hardly know her and Jason (laughs) hardly knows her. Like, how am I supposed to like buy that, you know, that the saying that he's in love with her and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, sir. Like, you hardly know her. It did rub me a little bit when he was like, and I love, like, this girl that I love to death. And I'm like, do you? Um, Do you? Do you really? Like, that's just, again, I know it all gets there in the end, but it's it's just, it's hard to get on board with the Jason and Aaron thing. But I kind of thought about it a little more, and I was like, I don't think I would have wanted to watch that, though. I don't think I would have wanted to do the, like, birth and the hospital. I'm glad I Skipped I'm glad they it. did it the way they did. It was jarring, but I'm glad. And just to play devil's advocate, I just, 
I love that Jason is just all in on this girl. Yeah. Like he has no, like he is so in love Jason, with her. Jason Street, I'm all in. He's all, <laughs> I am all in. <laughs> is that a reference oh, to that Scott Patterson yes. podcast? We See, been... I listened to things today and I heard you guys rant about it. We've been dragging so on Scott Patterson's new podcast. As you should, it sounds horrible. It is <laughs> I know. the most hilarious thing on the internet right now. I am. And I can say that oh, with yeah. confidence. If you want to see some <sighs> fucking gold boomer content, please yes. follow the I'm All In podcast. Yes. There's a really famous episode where Rory goes to her first dance and Lorelai eats mashed bananas on toast with her mom, claiming that she used to love it. She hates it. And he's eating it on the podcast with her. And he's like up against it. He's like, oh, I hate this. This is disgusting. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> he posts the no. weirdest shit. I He's all in, man. He's all, he's all in. in. <laughs> he's, he's, all in. <laughs> he's all in. Yikes. I will never get enough of that content. Nope. Yikes. Anyway. But um, yeah, but I, I, agree. I, I do I agree that, that right it's jarring pass. and it's and it's it's kind of like you do love this girl, but I just totally believe him and I don't know why. I just I loved I loved all of it. Yeah. No, I think it worked. It just was a little like, oh, oh yes. Okay. <laughs> he sells I mean, it works because Scott Porter sells it. That's true. Like, no other no other and did y'all see know, it was really sweet when aaron came in right after that scene of them talking about the vagina postcard um he uh jason's like talking to aaron he's like i'm I'm gonna try to you know work harder and blah 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 and herc looks at them with like the sweetest like expression on oh. his face it was so sweet he's like looking at jason like oh man he i did her. love when she it left really and herc was like bye mama Yes. Really Herc sweet. wants uh, them to work out. Herc wants he Jason to have his happy he's ending. He's a sweet friend. That's, sweet the, that's the best thing about much. Herc because yeah. he's like that friend that is very irreverent and probably, you know, problematic. Really, not probably, but very problematic. offensive. Yeah. Potentially problematic. But he shows up and he's completely like rooting for you. And yes. he's not like a needy, selfish friend at all. Like he's just like, yeah. Ugh. Love it. I, I agree. I am so glad to see him back. I th- I am very happy to revisit their dynamic. Um, to move on to the real estate situation, if I have any Always yes. Sunny fans in the room, the Riggins brothers doing real estate reminded me so much of the realist, the episode of Always Sunny when the gang exploits the realist, or the mortgage crisis, and they become realtors, and they're Vic Vinegar, and, or uh, Hugh Honey and Vic Vinegar, and they like try to sell the house. Very Billy and Tim Riggins vibes. Yes. My favorite bit of that story is when Tim starts like parroting what Buddy, I believe Buddy had said it when he's like, <laughs> he says it the fish, the, the rats I have running away. Yes. Oh, please play. Like, and y'all, I labeled it for Sage, Tim, an intellectual. Here we go. <laughs> it's when all the scared rats are running away from the sinking market that the real entrepreneurs come in. The true visionaries. <laughs> he says it three wow, times. Wow, that is he, amazing. The delivery, and he's like not even paying attention <laughs> to anything else going on. <laughs> he just like, and he's just parroting what he's heard Buddy say, <laughs> but yet he just delivers it. So that is like it's ten out of ten. Genius. It was there. incredible. <laughs> It's like a little reflexive, but also not. He also sounds like he knows what he's talking about. I would be like, okay, okay. (laughs) And when he says it the third time, Jason makes his face like, are you having a stroke? 
And like when you're selling it to Billy, and it's like Billy's the fucking godfather or something. Like yes, that. with his potato chips. When they're selling the copper wire, he's like, "Well, I gotta consult with my people." And Tim just goes, no, "It's why? fine." He goes, "Okay, we'll take it." It's it's Amazing. hysterical. Yes, I mean, I do. I, as tedious as that storyline starts out, I yeah. love the four of them together, I and I love Jason, baby, like trying to wrangle them, like uh-huh. hurting cats. Yes. That I'm so excited to continue watching that dynamic. <laughs> it's great. It's, oh my gosh. You know, well, and it's like Scott and Taylor have such a great chemistry. Anyway, yeah. and to yes. give like that extra you know otp time because they are each other's soulmates totally incredible you know we love that love that yeah i thought that was super fun to watch i'm excited to like continue that that unfold okay one more jason note when he's singing i i made a note when he's singing the bait i guess this is actually when she asks him to come help oh Um, yeah toward the end she like can't get the baby to sleep Jason's fucking singing La Cucaracha to the baby. And I made a note. I was like, is he reliving his Mexico glory days? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> How have we heard Scott Porter sing La Cucaracha more than once more on than the once. show? Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk. I was like, is this I'm going to get right out my chair. <laughs> oh, God. So cringe. Painful. It haunts me. Cringe. But I thought oh. that was hilarious. Okay, can we talk about the return of the fucking ferret boy? Yes. No. <laughs> Actually, no. <laughs> nope. We're just like, do not want. Back. Why? Did we need it to be that guy? No. Couldn't no. have just been anyone. Tim was all of us when he was like, really? This guy again? <laughs> like, like I'm I sure. pulled the time code if we want to listen to it. There sure. are what more shady people. 2018. Well, before that, that can we listen like to Landry Power, Power Ballad Dylan. really oh, quick? yes, definitely. Yes. Here we go. Matt and Landry pulling into school. I'm sorry, I understand you're hurt. This is Power Ballad, really? How cliche can you be? Let's go. <laughs> oh, sweet baby. Oh, sweet baby Landry. He is just in turmoil. I did love that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Okay. What was the time code for? Um, 2018, I wrote, the ferret returns, semicolon, this guy again? It's come back. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Timmy? Oh. How you doing, Timmy? <laughs> How's football, man? All right, I'll give you ten. Yeah, that, that'll work. Uh, you you want all three? That's what I just said. I'll give you ten for all three. Ten grand for all three spools? That's Make it eight. Worth. Give me two for my hookup. What the hell's going on here, guy? We talked about this, man. You know what kind of legwork I had to do to get these? Man, things? I feel sorry about that. But do we got a deal or what? Fairman, no, he, he looks like he's gotten in shape a little more. We're waiting. He looks a little better. He's robbing us right now. We're robbing us. We gotta get the bank to work. I don't care. Just make lemonade over here. Dude, what the hell did you call me? I called you a dumbass, Billy. A stupid, short, white trash, redneck, 
Dumbass. What are you, ferret boy? But it ain't all bad. Right. I know I am, but well, what you, you know, what now you know I think one hell of a VIP dance, doesn't she? He doesn't have to go Billy. after That's him. good. No. Let's That's go. good, man. Let's go. All right. No, no, no. None of that. Yeah, and then they go straight up brawl. Yes. I loved that. <laughs> Billy's like, why is everyone calling me short today? Like... <laughs> That is that is a good example of like what Derek Phillips pumps into that character and why with so like he just really like is a scrappy actor. He really clawed his way into that character yeah. becoming an A plot line and um those little added moments of dimension. Yes. Uh, like factor in a lot. Yeah. Okay, really dumb question. What does one do with copper wire? Like it's really I- valuable. Okay. So like, like people will uh, break into homes and steal the copper wire. wire. Uh, you melt down the copper and resell it, I guess. I oh, yeah. Yeah, I just mean more like functional, like as like a item, like not as reselling it. Like what do you... I, I have no Copper is, Im- is important for like various versions of electricity flow. Um, okay, yeah. And so it's often used, it's like what cases the wire. Right. Um, yeah. So it's I used know, in infrastructure, just... like houses, okay. bridges, everything. It's like um, bridges an <sighs> commodity. Monica loves bridges. <laughs> and Leon bridges. <laughs> the bitch loves bridges. The bitch. That's um, me. Yeah, I'm yeah. not the right person to answer that question. I just I know that it's very fair. valuable and that it's used a lot. Yeah. That's all we need to know. Yeah. Um, how did y'all like um, Tyra, or sorry, Tammy calling Tyra? Oh my God. How did y'all like? <laughs> Tammy calling Cash that man. <laughs> to oh, I love it. <laughs> yes. Who's I like that um, literal man that you're hanging out with. Yes. Yeah. Um, who's probably like 18. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I did I loved both I don't I don't know if we want to play both of them, but I loved mm. both Tyra and Tammy interactions. Yeah. I thought when Tyra mm. comes into her office later is maybe more impactful if we want to wait to play that one. Um, but I loved both of the like kind of leveling of of Tyra and Tammy I love their dynamics so much I know it's one of the best on the show and it's so well done because it's totally different from her and Julie but it Mm -hmm. is still mother daughter Mm -hmm. right right but I think Tyra I mean um Tammy sees herself more in Tyra than she sees herself in Julie totally yeah 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 yeah. which is why Julie gets so uh gets her panties in such a wad when Tammy and Tyra were like buds, exactly. buds. yeah, because they're cooler than her. Yeah, they are. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also thought it was super cute when Jason and Herc showed up to the bank meeting, and they're like properly punctual and yeah, in their, their suits, suits, and they're like, "We got the loan." That thanks to you, idiots. <laughs> I know. I loved everything. That about was that. adorable. Yep. Man. Um, okay, and then Matt's mom wants to stay. Wants yes. to stick around. I love I this. Love this was my favorite through line of the yeah, episode. I it thought was it great. was so well executed. Yep. Yeah. It, the like way he starts to trust her. Yep. Yeah. Like when he so opens earned. up yes. at the end, mm-hmm. you know, because like, I mean, poor Matt is just like carrying so much around and then like getting benched his senior year. Yeah. And when he finally is like, you know, I, I got benched to his mom. It's so. It's the first time we hear him talk about anything, as even Jason. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's the first time we've ever I heard loved, him say. I loved him like recapping all of that for her. Like, oh, and it was so in such good. a subtle like. 
it was so well done because that is exactly the vibe when you like when you're like, oh, I don't want to get into the trauma, but I kind of want to share this with this person. So you kind of bomb drop it. You're just like, well, the only reason I was playing is because the kid got like broke Paralyzed. his spine. Yeah. You know? And I just thought it was such a realistic way for him to connect with her, but to not do a whole like damn breaking moment. Well, yeah. It's, it's like sort she's, of like it was just it was like this. a river flowing. Yeah, not it's almost breaking. like she's like a she's a neutral party in a way, but yeah, not yeah. because she's gonna fall on his side, obviously. But like she's not coming into this situation with any history. Cause if if he were to yeah. tell it to grandma, like grandma <laughs> obviously has her First opinions water. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But like Shelby well, he he hopes knows that she'll side with him. Yeah. In that moment, but he can but still he's kind of like temperature checking her. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then she reacts exactly how she should. So yes, it was so sweet. It was really sweet. And you just sort of see him like start to trust her, and yeah. and then and you're right, like his life is kind of falling to shit and we're like bat baby are you okay but then we see by the end of this episode that really all he needed is an ally yeah he needs like a safety net that poor baby has been like working without a net for so long you know he needs like a functional adult yes someone to literally just say this just happened to me yeah right Yeah. yeah yeah can someone validate that listen to that Yep. Yeah. And I um, thought her reaction was perfect. She didn't freak out or anything. She yeah. was just like, oh, wow. She was just man. like, wow, that's a lot. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was perfect. That was, uh, do we want to play that or wait? Uh, it's a little bit later. Yeah. Why don't, yeah. Why don't we play that Matt and mom moment while we're talking yeah. about it? But I didn't want to say really quick when you said be an ally. I just finished Never Have I Ever season two. It's so funny and it's so cute. It's uh, Mindy's, Mindy Kaling's show on Netflix. And it's a great, it's one of those great, like, gen z shows where they like make fun of how progressive they are and like Mm -hmm. but it's also like progressive in its own way i don't know it's really just beautiful and but there's a great moment where they all go to a tattoo parlor through line ding 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 (laughs) and this like student that is like an actor and he's like so pretentious and like all all this stuff he was like i just wanted to get something that i think would really resonate with people and he like lifts up his shirt and they're like be anally and he's like no it's supposed to say be an ally (laughs) oh no (laughs) funny carly i love how we like gasped in surround sound (laughs) i know that was that was such a earned reaction (laughs) thank y'all edit it into both ears (laughs) surround dolby Dolby. (laughs) actually you know what why don't we play a little jason and aaron yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we can play. We'll go in. We'll go in order. Yeah, we we'll can just, go in order because we'll I also would love to hear yeah. um, when Tyra walks in to talk to Tammy and she's like, um, "You've done a lot for he's me." A, yeah, uh, that when, was. Sweet. Is that when she's also like, "He's a good man." Yes, and I think it's important because because he's I, not a good. We'll man. get to yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. We're gonna we're gonna fix it up and we're gonna we're gonna turn it over in about thirty days, make a lot of money, and it's gonna give us a great nest egg to start our life. Finally, you know, some good money. It's not quite the reaction I was hoping for. I'm moving back east with my parents. I have to. This isn't working. None of this is working. 
It's too hard. I mean, I need to go and, and make a different plan. I don't no, know, start this is, over. this is a different plan. This is a new plan. This is a good plan. This is gonna make money. Jason, this is crazy. This is crazy. I don't know what else to do. I have to go home. I can't. I'm sorry. I want to show Tim. Watch it. I just... And Tim knows. You yeah. can come visit. He's your son, too. Anytime. Hey, Aaron, you can't, you can't just take Noah and go. This plan is gonna work. Well, when he goes in and he's like, yeah, she's just, you know, she's really excited. I know, he's they did a great job with that. And Tim yeah. kind of like watches him leave because he knows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was a sweet, a sweet. Tim sweet. always knows. Tim he always does. Knows. He's he always knows. knows. It's when the rats go to town. <laughs> 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 No, I love that, and and I'm excited to see how it plays out. I think they're setting the framework well. Um, it's not like my favorite of the storylines that's going on right now, but right. I I think they are they've made all the right choices with it. Yes, and it's paced well. What Tyra and Tammy scene are you talking about? Because I can't. Um, I have it at thirty ten. It's okay. when Tyra comes in to see Tammy at the counselor's office. Oh yeah, and I think it's a really important moment. Oh, and this because is when. Oh, sorry. Uh, this is when we see the tattoos, so we can, I can oh, try perfect. to screenshot or something. Um, I I just think it's really important for the storyline because you really side with Tyra, like yeah. from from her perspective and what she's seen of this guy. I mean, other than the pill things, but she's so young, she doesn't right. really deal with that. Um, she's buying into this guy, and I would too. Yeah, and she's like leveling with Tammy and she's like, you've done a lot for me and that's important and I'm naming that. But I'm going to gamble on this guy and it's the yeah. perfect storyline for that age because she would. I would at that age and it's very true to life and I love Tammy's reaction and that mm -hmm. she's sort of, it's kind of what she didn't give Julie. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, I'm going to let you make this mistake. Yeah, It's very interesting to me hearing your perspective on that and and I, I think it also is a layer of Tyra has been looking to get out of Dylan since the moment that we met her. Mm -hmm. She is facing the possibility that she's not going to get into college. And so she's already trying to make a plan B, Yep, I feel like. Yeah. And Cash is plan B. Yeah, they're going to need some plan B. She's you banking know, right? on yeah, Cash. Like, yeah, <laughs> but it's like he can also get her out of Dylan. Yeah, you know, and in that moment, yeah, she sees has, him as kind of worldly. Yeah, yeah, and I he think speaks like <laughs> he speaks French. <laughs> it's like she's backsliding a little bit, but it's like you understand why she's backsliding. Yes, she's she's just like I cannot wind up as Billy and Mindy as much as like we love Billy and Mindy right. but like that's Tyra's nightmare yeah. right. and it's a perfect so. example of what Friday Night Lights does so well where yes it, it, this is kind of like a regular storyline like mildly predictable but they add this layer of nuance like she could just mm -hmm. backslide with cash mm -hmm. but there's more to it than that he has gained her trust and mm -hmm. she has this beautiful youthful moment with Tammy where she's like I trust him and I'm going to follow through with this. And so and it's so much deeper than just like, I'm going to go with the bad guy mm -hmm. and I'm oh, going to yeah. backslide and choose because I'm fearful. It's more than that. She actually thinks it's going to maybe 
elevate her or like work out. And I think that's such a more beautifully realistic way of how a girl that age would be looking at that relationship. Yeah. Very few people in my life who I can say that about. It means a lot. It really does. Thank you. But, um, you're wrong about Cash. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you think he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a bad guy. Well, bad for me, whatever, but you're wrong. He's such a good guy. He really is. I don't care about Cash. I just care about you. Mm-hmm. So I have my priorities straight. Uh-huh. That's what I want to see. Thank you. Yeah, I love it. It just shifted it. the power dynamic. She's like, I'm not choosing failure. I actually believe in this. It's yeah. so mm-hmm. much more realistic. Mm-hmm. Totally. I loved it. All right, let's play a little Tammy, Julie. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll play some Matt and Mama. Did I ever tell you that I almost dropped out of high school? You almost dropped out of high school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know, it's hard to believe, huh? Your mama was a little bit of a wild child back in the day. So what happened? Well, what happened was your dad happened. I mean, your dad, you know. And he had struggles of his own too, but you know, we were lucky. We just had each other, always managed to pull each other up by our bootstraps. But I know how easy that road is to go down. So I guess when I see, you know, you getting a tattoo, it starts making me worry. And, you know, you are just independent and smart and beautiful, and you're not going to need any guy to pull you out of some hole. But I feel like... I feel like I need you to promise me that that's true. I promise. I'm not going down that road. All right, let's go home. So I can keep the tattoo? Honey, I guarantee you, by the time you're 30, you're going to be taking that thing off yourself. Yeah, I, I for all the ickiness of the reaction, I, I did like that resolution for sure. I totally I love agree. the pivot. It's like I was just thinking of, you know, that meme where it's like, well, they had us in the first half. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, that's perfect. <laughs> you had me in the first half. But we they pulled it out in the end. It's like Tammy yeah. always I feel like Tammy always gets there. Yeah. You know, because she's very like willing and she's more as, calculated. Yeah. Coach is like a little bit reactionary. Tammy kind of takes her time to come around. And she, yeah. when she does, she always has the right tone yeah. and the right yeah. thing to say. Yeah. That's totally. why she's awesome. That's why, That's why she's our mommy. She's our mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, for the first time since we like first started recording this podcast, I forgot to turn on my light. I'm going to descend into darkness I know. Darkness I'm like, again. I can't see you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Oh. Um, but yeah, I loved that. I loved her leveling with her and giving her the chance to like be an adult and say, I'm okay. I just like wanted to do this. Yeah. 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 It's very important. It's mm-hmm. a very important moment 
for both of them. Yeah. As as humans and as mother and daughter. Amen. Okay, before we get into Matt and his mom's moment, yeah. I think we need to all discuss grape how first a strawberry jelly. Do we jelly? feel about grape jelly? I do not mind oh grape my God. jelly. I do not I have grape, grape versus strawberry like written on my <laughs> that grape yeah. strawberry I know jelly. That- Okay, this will this will be our big I'm, final discussion. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Let's go. Okay, I'm anti jelly period for the most part. <laughs> okay, hot take. Okay. Um, Sticky if tape. I do a jelly, Sticky I will do raspberry. Oh, mm. swerve. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, there's something with like the texture of jelly that kind of squicks me a little bit. Yeah. Um, grape is too sweet. Mm. Mm. That's fair. I maybe have a hot take on this as well. Okay. I've never in my life given a single fuck what flavor jelly is. I'll use any of them. They're all the same to me. I'm just like, it's sweet, sticky, yummy stuff on the sandwich. Mm-hmm. They always got jam on their hands. <laughs> jam hands. Even if there's no jam in the house, they always got jam hands. Jam hands. <laughs> You're under the age of five, you've got jam hands. Little Scott. Uh, then I also just think of Joey Tribbiani too with the jam. Oh, yes. 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 I don't have, I guess, I didn't know that grape jelly was so hated. I just always thought no. of it as like the cliche one. Yeah, I don't think it is. Let me give my take. I I think, I I actually prefer strawberry over grape. I like a strawberry jelly <laughs> yeah, peanut like butter sandwich. Yeah. And I think it's it's like the second thing I tried after the classic and was like, it's, it was different and exciting. <laughs> so yeah. I think that's what I choose. But I do not hate grape jelly and I no one likes grape jelly is not true at all. Yeah, that's not true. That ain't true. Grape is like grape is classic. classic but it? you said raspberries. Grape is, yeah. And I was in H-E-B the other day. Shout out, Texas. And Second episode in a row, Monica's uh, gone on an H-E-B I'm loving on H-E-B. Nice. And nice. this podcast has been brought to you by H-E-B. By H-E-B. You can get some sponsorship. Yeah, come on. But um, the way they do their free samples, the like someone will come over the speaker and be like, I'm serving up some whatever if y'all want to come over. And it kind of like scares people away. But I was like, damn it, that sounds good. I'm going to go get some. So awesome. it was a tiny little grilled cheese with nice. raspberry chipotle <gasps> jelly. And it was to die for. It was okay, so that sounds amazing. Right? My local coffee shop, Hudson, in mm. my neighborhood, which shout out, we love them. They also hosted my film screening a few yes. years ago. Um, they make, and this is not just my opinion, this was actually like in the magazines and the newspapers, mm. the best grilled cheese in Denver. Wow. Monica, did we not did we not go there? Oh, it was shut down. Yeah, um, but I'm trying to remember the like past times I've been. I feel like I have it does have all like the plants and it's like really pretty in there. Yes. Okay. Yes, I have been there. So I've best- been there with Kelsey. Maybe not with yeah, you, that's, weirdly. Yeah, that's very likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, best grilled cheese in Denver, maybe the world. Wow. And they do this. So they like, they do like a multitude of like cheeses, like gorgonzola and yeah. all of these yumminess. But oh. then they spread on the plate. They do half the plate is a spicy mustard spread. And then the mm. other half is like a spicy jam. Oh, and nice. you dip the grilled cheese in the mustard in the jam. And that is- it is to die for. <sighs> I love nice. a sweet and salty and fruity yeah. and cheesy moment. Uh, like if I had a, a whole world of jams, I would likely mm-hmm. honestly pick apricot. Is that weird? Apricot no, jam is like good. Apricot jam. Good. I like different flavor. I mean, I and when it's because I when I think of jelly, I always think of peanut butter and jelly. And I've yeah. never been a peanut butter and jelly person because it's like, why have jelly with peanut butter when you can have chocolate? Ooh, I think or fair. honey. Peanut butter, yeah. and honey. And, like hum- peanut butter, honey, and banana. A banana, Yum. please. please. Yeah. Slap but, like, your mama. I was just never Slap a peanut butter. 
never a peanut butter and jelly person. Yeah. And so. Yeah. You know what's weird? I didn't have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich until I went to camp. Like we just always had just like. Your mom just didn't make them. We just had peanut butter sandwiches. Like we never had peanut butter. Uh, I don't know why. Straight up peanut butter sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do as an adult for sure. I, I just. I don't often have jelly in the house. TBH. No, I'm, I'm not I don't a think huge, I've ever like, bought sugary jelly. person. Yeah, I I don't eat sugar anymore. So <laughs> as I sit, I'm my on a low sugar diet. <laughs> Y'all, I decided that like so I try to stick to the Mediterranean diet as much as I can. Yeah. Definitely not this week with the million grilled cheeses, but <laughs> with the million with the million grilled cheeses. cheeses. But it would be so much easier to stick to that diet if I lived in the fucking Mediterranean. Like yeah, I saw yes. your tweet. I liked it. Thanks. Yes. Like it's so it's so hard in in Austin, yeah, Texas. I just to need do that. an old man to go fishing for me every day, like yeah. they do in Greece. I want to be in Sister of the Traveling Pants. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> uh, <laughs> we just don't all we all, we all. <laughs> we don't we all. We all just had an existential Uh, moment. (laughs) Yes. Okay. Y'all listen to BB Your Love by Rachel Yamagata when we end this podcast because it gives me all the feels. You don't have to. I don't know why I made that (laughs) requirement, but. Y'all, this is a little embarrassing. I've been more than once asked like, oh, what got you into film and whatever. And I like (laughs) to say chef's chef's table. That was like a big turning point for me. But y'all, it was Sisterhood of the Traveling Band. I fucking love that. I was like, no shame. She was the one I was obsessed with. I was like, I want to be her. I want to be like interviewing people at fucking Walmart and like going home and editing. And guess what? It is what I do. Yes. (laughs) Making her super documentary. I do. I literally, I just go into schools and I interview people and then I go home and I edit it. So I'm Tibby. My dream has been realized. Amazing. Uh, Amazing. I was in a um, Sister of the Traveling Pants like simulation. Like we like a friend group they were deciding and I was the Tibby of that friend group. So that makes sense. Twins. Twins. Shout out Tibbs. Shout out Tibbs. Um, all right. All right. Let's let's, let's wrap get this up this before going. I descend into the like true Yeah, you're descending into darkness. darkness. <laughs> um you know, we need to get some sleep. All right, here we go. She's she's pretty serious about her cookies. <laughs> I did love Lorraine's freak out. <sighs> we're at Strawberry Jam House. <laughs> they go right there. Do you like grape jelly? Nobody likes grape jelly. <laughs> hey, you know, I was wondering if, if maybe this Friday it'd be all right if I went to one of your games. It's so sweet she asks. But I don't I don't have to go. If you'd rather no, I didn't, I don't... This just might not be the best week, okay? Why? You know how I play quarterback, right? Yeah. Been starting since sophomore year. You know, I thought I was doing okay. We won state. Yeah. But there's this new freshman here this year, and everyone thinks he's the next Peyton Manning or something, so. Sumps. I got him placed. Oh, Matt, I'm sorry. Yeah. You don't deserve that. I forgot my edible, you guys. The only reason I was starting was because my quarterback, Jason Street, he got paralyzed in the middle of the game. Oh, my God. It was was pretty horrible. You know, they needed me, and I, and I stepped up, and I worked my ass off, and I, I did everything I could, you know, but... 
this just wasn't really enough. Well, sounds like you did a great job. Thanks. You ever think about maybe just taking a break? <laughs> you can't quit the team. <laughs> what would they do, shoot you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> we do live in Texas. Yeehaw, baby. You want a cookie? Yeah, I want a cookie. I want a cookie. So I want a cookie, cookie. And <laughs> my cookie. <laughs> I love how the score kicks in. Oh, like, perfect. you know, you're like in for it when like yes, the yes. little guitar chords oh, do, start. Do, do, do. And you're like, and oh, the waterworks. shit. It's like Pavlovian. Exactly. And y'all, it's a substitute. It cannot replace, but it's a smash and mama moment, you know, yeah. that we're missing mm-hmm. now. And mm-hmm. we don't, we don't have the like male and mom thing with really uh-huh. anyone else. And so, yeah, I just love it. I thought it was perfect. And her acting is gorgeous you can tell that she is like restraining and kind of letting him Mm -hmm. come to her and she's able to deliver that which is amazing yeah and i love that yeah but she asked permission to come to his game i love that and then i love that that's what leads to him having to kind of talk about what's going on you know and Mm -hmm. it was very natural instead of him being like you know it being really dramatic and him like coming home and being all pissy you know it just was really natural and Totally. I love that she also like doesn't ask why yeah. yes. he was replaced. Yeah. You know, it's just there for him. She's just yeah. like, you didn't deserve that. Yeah. And that's like so important. And yeah. sometimes just like when you're like venting your problems to someone, like that's literally like the only that's thing you, you want to hear yes. is you didn't deserve that. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. it's just the, that sucks. That sucks. Yep. Two most beautiful like, words. <laughs> she she really did do. She she rose to the occasion yeah, there. She did, and it really makes him, lovely. You know, also think back. He was like, I didn't really deserve it in the first place. You know, like yeah, yeah. It's I love that admission. We've ever heard him say what happened? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. So good. I y'all. loved it. So I good. It was beautiful. And then we end with kind of a you know a tease of a new kind of practice. You know, it's yes, things are different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it kind of leaves you on that little unresolved note. Yeah, I think they set up a lot. Um, yeah. I guess we'll get into our, our ratings. Um, yeah. Should we switch it up? Kim, you want to go first? Yeah, Kim. On my please. like rating of the episode? Yeah, yeah. give us your... Um, uh, I Well, my rating is out of clown cars of idiots. Oh, yes. Because that's what Buddy <laughs> refers to that. Yes. And, oh yeah, the uh, realtor's line is funny that. there. She's yeah. like, I believe he said something along before I die, I'll sell yeah. to that clown car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, and it's also like the perfect description of that. Oh yeah. So I through this discussion, I'm raising it half a point to a Hell seven. Because yeah. I had it at a six point five clown cars of idiots. Yeah. But <laughs> Uh, I think I'm going to boost it up to a seven, yes. which it's still my least favorite episode of the season, but yep. also like I'm a season three stan. I think season yes. three is my favorite season. It's fantastic. We're, so. we're into it so far. Yeah. So, yes. I love, I love it. it. Well, yeah, I, I weirdly really liked this episode kind of right out of the gates, even before this discussion and that it's made me um, elevate my score a bit as well. Um, I just think they they had a hard task of kind of the hard cutoff with Gaius, 
bringing Scott back and making that feel really natural. And I think they did a really, mm-hmm. really good job. It's jarring, but you're, I felt invested in the Scott and Scott, Jason and Aaron story. It worked quickly. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I freaking love Herc. So I loved having him back. And yeah, I love them pitching to Billy as like you said, the Godfather, like that scene was hilarious. The Tim um, repeating the that boys. line three times just really got me this because I forgot that he repeats it so many times. It's incredible. Um, and yeah, I like love a kid learning a new word. Exactly. It really is. Oh my God. He uses it in every like, sentence out of context. Yes. And I loved Matt and his mom. I also, we didn't talk about this. I love the Jason and Buddy scene too. I mean, it's really cheesy. Oh my gosh. Yes, so but it was, good. it was really good. And, you know, he's like. So earnest. Yes, you're selling it to me. That's exactly how to describe Jason. He's mm-hmm. earnest and endearing and he's grown up. And yeah, so I'm going to give this an eight out of Ooh. 10. Cash and Elvis. Um, love it. Yeah, I enjoyed this episode. I will say this discussion brought out a little, also raised my opinion of it. I, after I watched it, my initial sort of gut reaction was like, filler. But this, they're also, this is network TV and this is hour long drama. And this is something you're supposed to be watching once a week and digesting for seven days. Yeah. And this is them sort of coming off of the beginning of the season hype and some really, really strong episodes and sort of settling in. Like, um, and I think my first reaction was like, uh, not super compelling, but I also, this conversation reminded me that it's also, they did a beautiful job of sort of, sort of settling sort-le. into a groove. <laughs> sort of. Squirtle. Squirtle. Of settling into a groove yeah. and a tone. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what this episode was and that there's a lot of value in that. Mm. And there was a lot of fun in it. Like the real estate storyline, I really enjoyed watching. Yeah. And like Monica said, I think that, yes, the baby thing was like, oh, okay. But that they, <laughs> but that that still was the best way forward. I yeah. don't mm-hmm. think that any other way that they would could have told that or like any of the other options that they had would have bothered me. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to see the birth. I really, yeah, I don't think we wanted to watch that. No. Um, and so I think they did a great job. And I think that, I think the last few episodes, we've really uh, highlighted the writing. And in this episode, I think it was the acting. Yeah. I think. And the that direction. Sh- yeah. Yeah. Jason Kadams. Yeah. I think that the actors really showed up. Jason brought so much earnest. Mm-hmm. to his storyline to where we immediately became invested and um i also thought that tammy and and tyra like that could have gone a lot of ways but they're making it complicated for us as they usually do which is why we love the show yep and so i think that it egg. was yes i think that it was really well executed and just maybe not like the the sexiest most like dramatic mm-hmm. um of the episode's so I'm going to give it – I went last, and I still didn't think of a thing. <laughs> um, hold on. Uno momento. You look okay. so creepy right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Grape jelly. <laughs> 
hunt your dreams. Yo, just to give you a visual, Carly's entire apartment is pitch black. I'm going to take she, a picture of it. Yeah, she has like a light on her like she's telling a ghost story at a campfire. Okay, if I turned off my phone light, though, it would be like straight pitch black. <laughs> like, look. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like, when Monica was going, I was like, I have to put on some light. <laughs> but I'm also like wedged in, so I'm not going to get up and fix it. Right. No, no. no. Um, so I'm... I think I originally went in wanting to give it like a seven, but I'm going to give it a 7.8 grape jelly households. Love it. Love it. it. I think, yeah, I think it's like a little sleeper episode that was just really, really well done in a quiet way. Also, Lila was very specific. It is very, you've been getting really specific with your ratings this season. Yeah, I'm feeling more like conflicted about each one. So I'm getting into the decimals. I like it because it it helps me rank them at the end. Um, Lila was there for a nanosecond. That's she true. was she with had a, Tim. A second. Yeah, I was just remembering that. But yeah, she. I wonder if there was something presence. that ended up on the cutting room floor. Yeah, me it's too. weird that they brought her in. For There's a, a lot yeah. of because Sage and I were watching the DVDs, uh, the deleted scenes. There's a lot, and and in most of season three, most of the deleted stuff is Tim stuff, which is really. Unforch. I mean, again, as as as, as, as a Tim, as a Tim Stan, like there are some scenes that have been, that were left out that I we'll was have to like, go through Monica and find. I know some deleted yeah. scenes because our episode with Patrick Wall, she also mentioned the heavy deleted scenes in in season three. Yeah. so I'm curious to dive into. That. I know we got to get the. I I have the DVD somewhere. There's a deleted scene in New York, New York, which I know I'm jumping ahead. It's one that I can't believe, actually, that they left out. It may not be New York, New York. It may be when the they're one both bef- in New York at the very end. It, yeah, it may be the one before that. But there's a scene, a deleted scene that I'm like, I, I cannot believe wow. that ended up on the cutting room floor. Oh, wow. That's all I'll say about okay, it. Yeah. I won't tell you what it's about. Yeah, I tell us. Start diving into that. Tell us later, though. Tell, I'll tell you when you get there. Tell me when I'm older. Kim, thank you so much for coming on. Yes. This, Thanks for this having us. Tell us um, where to find you and yeah. anything exciting that you're working on or something that you're super into right now. And talk about the you. Twitter um, fan club that our listeners yeah, yeah, can yeah. join. Yeah, yeah, um, Well, my personal handle is Drama Kim. Uh, I made that, like, handle when I was in acting school, and it's like, at that point, you have it's it. Perfect. It's mine for forever. Um, so we tweet. Uh, we're in season four right now. Of Friday Night Lights, Clear Eyes, Full Hearts. Oh my God. Like Vince. We cannot wait. Season four is so good. And again, I'm a a stan of shows that like get better as they go along. Yeah, they like get richer. And they just like really close really strong with Friday Night Lights does. Um, But yeah, so we watch episodes every Monday and Friday at 8 Eastern time, 8, 7 Central, as I always say. Oh, cute. uh, In my tweets. I know that is a very big throwback that my brain immediately wants to draw the Disney thing. <laughs> eight, seven central. Yes. Right. Uh, so, and yeah, we tweet under the hashtag clear eyes, full hearts. Uh, my mind and sages website is at head over feels, which I appreciate that you guys love that name. Yes, it is it's awesome. Um, and yeah, we do uh, recaps of every season. So every, anytime we finish a season, we have a big like, writing about it thing so if you want to like delve into our feelings you can go to our archives yes. and search friday night lights or Beautiful. lost or the leftovers or, yes, anything or any like other that. show that we have so talked much. endlessly about i know i was getting confused because i think um 
Elena, who wrote our Oprah article and has been a um, a guest, she started the hashtag Can't Lose Club. So there was also that uh-huh. going on. And I was like, which one's Oh, my gosh. Oh, Speaking yeah, of, though, since this is in the future. Yes. Um, y'all check out our Oprah article. We're recirculating it with the Netflix oh, uh, yeah. shift and everything. So if you yeah. haven't had a chance to read it yet, we'll make sure and post the link um, and sort of uh, revisit that really, really awesome yes. story from our TX Forever And if you just Elena. Google Oprah Friday Night Lights, it comes up, which is kind of cool. It'll pop up. It's kind of fun. So cool. <laughs> yep. so cool. We had a like, lot I of know, feelings I about know, it. I know, I knew that, but it's just like you hear that and it's like, I'm like, now I have a degree towards Oprah. Right. <laughs> I know, Although, right? fun fact um, my, because Oprah is from the Middle Tennessee area. Oh, I think that's And right. um, my computer teacher at my uh, school uh, went to high school with Oprah. No oh, shit. And, Apparently, like her nickname in high school was Opie. Yes, oh, that's super cute. <laughs> I've read that. That's and, so. Cute. And Mr. Holt would like talk about Opie, and oh, I'm just like, oh my god, you mean Opie. like Oprah Winfrey, right? You mean like <laughs> Oprah? <laughs> right. So amazing, <laughs> beautiful. Well, y'all know where to find us. You do. TX Forever Pod, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and don't forget to join our Facebook group. Friday Night Lights. Forever. Nope. No. Yeah. Monica's. <laughs> Monica will do it. Again. Friday, <laughs> no, do it with me. Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights. Paint the Pride. Paint the Pride. Hogwarts. Join us. A history. A history. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, so, yes, please join us and please go to Netflix, watch some Friday Night Lights. But most importantly, you've never had a better excuse to get all of your friends, family, and loved ones on board. Watching Friday Night Lights. It's on Netflix. We have some seriously exciting stuff coming down the pipeline. We've got some TX talks. We've got our one year anniversary project. Yes. We've got the next got great Netflix shit. We just, Y'all, it's only way is up. up. Yep. Amen. Um, so that's it. That's Follow it. us. Don't forget to leave us a review while you poo. Yes. And we'll see you next week. We will. Under the lights. Clear eyes. Well, hearts. Can't lose. Bye, Bye, y'all. We both went low. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Y'all, y'all, y'all. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know them. Now, Carly, tell us a scary story before we go to bed. (laughs) There once was a little glass jar filled with grape jelly. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town.